0: Hey, listener, what's up? Thank you for pressing play. This week on the Jogging Nerd Podcast, we are joined by podcaster Hammond Chamberlain to geek out over the latest news about Todd McFarlane's Spawn movie, more on the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel, Jason Momoa's Crow reboot, and The Walking Dead, plus our full spoiler review of Solo, a Star Wars story, all in this edition of the Jockin' Nerd Weekly for Thursday, May 31st, 2018. Roll tape. Check. Check one. All right. This is really
1: fans out there. Let's give it up. Jockin', be nerdin'. Be funny, disturbin'.
0: Oh yeah, what's up? Hello, listener, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the jock.
2: And he's the nerd.
0: And over there, we got America's favorite felty American. That's redundant. It's the rottenest cotton around. It's Mr. Rugboy. Get Earth to your rugs. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Mike. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's, Mike. that's my uh, mic rips. rips Chewbacca review.
0: <laughs> oh, I see you combine the yeah. mic rips brack with the uh, Chewbacca. Very topical for this episode. <laughs> also joining us on this episode, very, very special guest reviewer, guest host. He is a musician, he is a music aficionado, and he is a prolific podcaster. Please welcome Hammond Chamberlain. What's up, Ham? Hey, not much. Everything's great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm so glad to finally get you on the show. It's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, it's one of those dick things I did where I told them you could come on the show and we uh, like a year ago and then just kept forgetting. I'm an ass. <laughs>
3: you know, you know, Every you now know. and then i post these passive aggressive things in the, in the jock and nerd yeah, yeah. thing saying, I hey, like what about it. me? Hey, how about me?
2: You know what's great about this is you told us, Imran, maybe last week. Yep. I don't remember when you told us. I alerted everyone. You did. Yeah. And this whole week I'm like, man, we should have a guest on this <laughs> oh, show. <great>. And <laughs> I, I, know- I just never got around to telling you that I thought we ah. should have a guest on this show. And then I pop into this, uh, Chat and I'm like, who the fuck is Hammond?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad nobody listens to me and or forgets I everything it was I say. Be Nicholas
1: Hammond from Spider-Man. Oh,
0: dude, Nicholas Hammond would be a great get. What do you think the he's 70s doing? Seventies Peter Parker. Yes, I would yeah. love to. Oh my God, Ruggs, You should have
3: just
1: lied to me and told me that you were Nicholas.
0: Hammond. Ruggs, We need to get him on the podcast. Someone we find him. He's he's
3: probably not doing anything. Find, yeah, somebody, you know, you know, he's at home sitting yes. on a porch somewhere thinking about webs.
0: Holy <laughs> shit! Someone find <laughs> his representation. We will get Nicholas Hammond on the show real quick. what I the- thought about was Hammond, Indiana. Yeah, which
2: is where a casino is and nothing else.
0: ding dong. I like making fun of Hammond's name. Here's how we know Hammond. It's from doing trivia geeks over at the Blazing Caribou Studios Network. We've done a number of trivia geeks where Hammond has been a guest and/or team captain, filling in, and we always have a great time because Ham is full of cheesy dad jokes. And uh, I try
3: to see if he can top
0: himself. But Ham, real quick for the listener, tell them uh, the numerous podcasts that you host and produce.
3: So I do Beyond the Playlist with Jay Hammond C, which is a interview show where I talk to people who make a living doing creative things. And it can be music or acting or directing or sculpting or writing or whatever. And I've been doing that for about five years. Uh, I've never missed a week. Um, Damn, nice. Sometimes I even put two a week out. So it just kind of depends. Yeah. Um, I also do soundography with Brian Ibbitt, and that's a crash course in popular music, one band at a time. And then I host a, sh- a series of uh, shows called Climb Out to Sobriety. And it's me and a bunch of therapists talking about maintaining long-term sobriety.
0: Damn, look, Hammond is actually doing some good with it, that last podcast, unlike us just telling fucking dick jokes uh, <laughs> on the internet. But, dude, Brian Ibbitt, let me just tell you, that is very impressive. Because way back 10 years ago, when I started listening to podcasts in 2005, I listened. one of my favorite podcasts was Coverville, mm-hmm. hosted by Brian Ibbitt. And he, it was just a show about bands covering other bands and you would discover amazing music there and uh, it's amazing to think that 15 years later Brian Ibbit is still podcasting I know he's on the morning stream which is kind of a popular uh, daily podcast they do it four days a week but that's how did you meet Brian Ibbit
3: so I went to neartacular in 2013 and I gave him a good <laughs> <laughs> I went to a um, I gave him a, a package of 17 discs nice package of a uh, of an artist that we both like. And one of the discs uh, was a CD of nothing but covers of this one song that this guy had written. Okay. And so we started talking about music right off the bat, and he realized that I was maybe as knowledgeable, but just in a different direction. I feel like in 1984, he broke toward indie pop, and I broke toward heavy metal and musicals. Yeah. And he... And I continued talking. We did a show about uh, Kevin Gilbert on Beyond the Playlist, and about a year later, we started Soundography. That's
0: fantastic. Heyman knows a lot about music, so we are happy to have you on for the new listener. If this is the first show you're checking out, checking are out. We talking uh, about music on w- the show, we're not talking about music. It could come up. You never know. Uh, this show is gives you comic book and uh, comic book and superhero TV and movie reviews. And uh, what is the tagline? I'm totally I'm fucking it up. The fuck's this guy doing here? Will you t- will you say the tagline? <laughs> Does anybody uh, know it? Can anybody help me? out? reviews
2: and whatever we choose, you son we of a bitch.
0: <laughs> so, look, this show—we got a little bit of geek news I'm
3: to go kidding, over. I'm kidding, Hammond.
2: By the way, oh, it's it's cool. a- I, know, I know,
3: no, I'm. Hey, I, <laughs> believe me, I've worked long enough in law enforcement to know that when you get kicked, it's usually because they like you. That's right. Mm-hmm. They pull on your hair. That means they have a crush
0: on you. Look, we have. a some- What about when
3: you get a finger up your butt? Well, that just, hmm. That's just—that's just when you're getting searched.
0: All right. <laughs> that means you're in a cavity search and you probably made a. <laughs> or wrong you're choice. at a rest stop
3: somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you end up owing
0: them five bucks. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Was it voluntary? I don't know. This show you we got your foot it's just the right way. Slow news week. So we have a little bit of geek news and then we're going to give you a full spoiler review of Solo, uh, the long awaited paper cup documentary. I can't tell you how long I've been waiting to find out the story behind those red paper cups I see.
1: They're plastic, you idiot.
0: uh, Plastic. That was stupid. That was in the first part of the documentary. And totally,
3: totally totally immortalized by Toby Keith.
0: (laughs) Toby Keith's solo cups. No, it's solo, a Star Wars story. But if you haven't seen the movie, listener, don't worry. Again, you can listen to the first part of the show. We're going to geek out about general geek news topics. Make sure you visit our website, jockinerd.com, for the show notes which will have links to everything we talk about, how to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, so you don't miss a show. Hammond, before we get started, let me ask you this. Are you a fan of uh, the Wolverine character?
3: I am a fan of the Wolverine. For most of my college career and some of high school, I collected uh, the miniseries in that first initial run.
0: Yes, Frank Miller, Chris, Cl- Chris Claremont, uh, mm-hmm. amazing miniseries. Okay, that's good. Second question, are you a fan of audio drama podcasts?
3: I sure can be.
0: Oh, my God. Well, get excited, Hammond. What if I was to tell you, you could get a free month of Stitcher Premium if you go to stitcher.com slash premium, use the promo code NERD anytime before September 2018, and you get a free month of Stitcher, you can binge all 10 episodes of Marvel's first audio drama podcast called Wolverine, The Long Night. How excited does that make you,
3: Hammond? I'm actually, when I read this, I actually got super geeked about it because it's it's a new way of experiencing kind of that comic book uh, feel in, yes. in a different format. And I'm actually really excited about it.
0: Dude, it's very good. I've listened to the all 10 episodes in the after show and the audio, the sound design is amazing. If you listen to headphones, it's very immersive. Fucking great show, stitcher.com slash premium. Use the promo code nerd. Get yourself a month, free month. Uh, and then one last thing, I got to give a shout out to listener and our buddy Michael Tchaikovsky of thevampirerobots.com. Because over the summer, he's got a ton of orders. If you go visit that site, he sells awesome Godzilla figurines and Marvel figurines and lots of cool toys. And he goes to conventions. Every order that goes out this summer, he will be putting a jock and nerd little business card for us. Thank you so much, Michael Tchaikovsky. We're going to see him in July at G-Fest in Chicago, July 13th through the 15th, if you want to come down. Say hi, John Bellotti will be there. Nick Chev will probably be there. Lenny will probably be there. I Dude, can't wait. Thanks.
1: That's cool, man.
0: Anthony, you gonna make it out to uh, the G Fest this year? How you feeling? You know what? I
2: might try to sneak in.
0: Right, it's a fun time. You get some. Yeah. You get some gamma blood. That's uh, a, a
1: time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a, yeah. it's 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 time spent doing something after anthony did the unicorn there like you yeah. could never do it again <laughs> it's, just, want, it's a one and done right. you Listen, know? it's great people watching so
0: i'll probably be at g fest maybe we'll see you guys there okay yeah, we'll see you guys we'll, yeah imran i'll fit right in and i'll be the more normal looking one it's at the murder hotel near the o'hare airport oh sorry did you didn't know about the murder hotel there
1: was a murder it, there
0: between that's super these.
3: deep cuts. There's, a, there's probably a murder in every hotel. Eh,
0: yeah,
1: they probably. I think is. you don't have a hotel until you get someone murdered in it. No, you yeah. don't. And for
3: the love of God, don't bring a black light with you to any hotel no, room. Wow, please don't. Let's it's you, like a Pollock painting.
0: Yeah, unless you want to be <laughs> skeeved out. Ew. And with that, let's get to the news The Jock, the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Nerd. If you want to hang out with other listeners of the show, listener, if you... Do you Joel- think any of that music was played with a Chapman stick? Uh, uh, no. None of it. That was uh, Those were two gypsy jazz guitars. I know for a fact because I They're recorded it. They Ooh, were gypsies. They were gypsies. at the stake. They recorded that music, and then they knocked me over the head and stole my recorder and ran off right afterwards. Oh, shit. I were they front gypsy? No, not put gypsy. That's what G- <laughs> gypsy... <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Poughkeepsie. Oh, excuse uh, if, me. Listener, if you want to hang out where all our listeners hang out and meet other listeners, we have a really awesome community we have built. It is a Facebook group called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's we a, ain't
2: build that shit. They built the, it.
0: Listen, we, our, just created a, yes. we just
2: created a title and they built
0: it. It is the most... Um, every day I the am Narcissistic just a, son of a bitch. No, well, I opened it and the listeners... You're right, Anthony. I'll take that back. Our listeners <laughs> have created an amazing... Community, it's a closed group, it's exclusive. Everyone's really cool. You will meet like-minded people. And I can't tell you, like, I I it's reached the tipping point where I cannot possibly read everything that's going on. It has a life of its own. Seth Morgan and Jess Rivera are hilarious together. I don't know if you scroll through some of their commentary back and forth. Holy shit! But this week I gotta welcome some new members, listeners that have joined. Welcome Demone King, Josh Mikelny, Carlos M. Hilario. And here's where it gets super tricky. Uh, this next person has an Irish name. Let me spell it for you. Maybe you guys can help me pronounce it. First name C I R A with an accent mark N. Okay, Syrian. Is okay. Is that Syrian? I don't know. Okay, I mean, you familiar with like Gaelic Irish names? Oh uh, no. Okay, because like Siobhan is spelled with like an S and a B and a H and This is taking way too long. So his last name is <laughs> M-A-G-U-I-D-H-I-R. M- and he gave me a hint. It says it's pronounced Maguire. So Sieran Maguire.
3: So here's the funny thing. Yeah. Looking at it, it looks like a name from Lord of the Rings.
0: It really does. That's a pretty goddamn cool name. <laughs> Welcome to him. And then this next person is shit out of luck because it is in Hindi and I don't read Hindi. Sorry, I'm surprised Facebook lets you put their name in Hindi.
1: I'm still waiting for a Harry Paratestis to sign
3: up. Harry Paratestis. Can can you throw that in like Google Translate and see what it says for the name? uh, I did not try that. Maybe we'll try that later.
0: I was just like, uh, fuck this guy. Thanks for joining the group. I don't know what your name is. Somebody send us, uh, if you uh, send us the phonetic pronunciation. Also, we have an update, Anthony, on on your uh, royal designation. Excuse me? Remember, we have this ongoing thing, Justin Zwerner, all hail King oh, yes, Amron, yes, and yes. his loyal stable boy, Anthony. Well, Blake Braden has had an addendum. He posted, I think, with his latest efforts on the Patreon and running his own jock section, we can upgrade Anthony to Duke or Count. <laughs> count Jock. I like that. You're a count now. I think yeah. Duke Duke Jock sounds better. Duke Jock. It's like a DJ. Duke Jock. <laughs> Duke Jock. That sounds D- like a douchebag D- name, too. Well, yeah, Duke D- Anthony D- would be D- Duke DJ D- Duke yeah. Jock.
1: DJ Duke... A- <laughs> <laughs> That's his EDM uh, DJ <laughs> name. DJ <laughs> Colin. DJ Duke <laughs> Anthony DJ on the mic.
0: On the two and twos. Uh, we're going to keep this other bit Blake Braden uh, suggested going. Uh, <laughs> and the segment is Rug Boy Reads Tweets by Stan Lee... At Stanley, last week was a fantastic read. Rugs, great tweet. How about you click the link and Rug Boy's choice? Pick a good one. Pick a crazy one. Let's hear Stanley read Stanley.
1: I've been learning new dance moves from John Travolta, thanks to my dear friend and partner Kaya Morgan. <sighs> So
0: John Travolta came over. And, Excelsior. And, and, yeah, the Excelsior. <laughs> yeah. So Stan Lee and John Travolta are hanging out, and they're doing, like, the Pulp Fiction dance. Is that what's going on?
1: You know how he says Twitter? Yeah, he Twitter. He says Twitter. Yeah. So this is another one. Geez, at age 95, am I the oldest person on Twitter? <laughs> is this a new world record? He might be. He
0: yeah. might be the oldest person on Twitter. I guess he's tweeting. Good for him. All the tweets are hilarious, actually. It's got to be really him tweeting
1: now. Yeah, I, well. I can't imagine. I'm glad that he's on Twitter.
0: I'm glad that he's, uh well, no, when he finally kicks it is when the tweets stop. I guess. When you
1: finished wiping my ass, could you <laughs> hand me my phone so I can make a statement on Twitter? I got to post my bowel movement on the Twitters. <laughs> it, it was really firm today. <laughs> It was a six. It was firmer than Ben Grimm's hide.
0: (laughs) was a 6 on the Bristol Myers chart.
1: <laughs> I had a lot of fiber.
0: All right, let's get into the first actual piece of news and it All was right, something what doing? It, I don't know. It's dude, this this I took it to
1: a weird place. Yeah, it's That's good. good.
0: That's fine. That's where that's why we have your rugs. Uh this piece of news uh like I said earlier slow news week there wasn't a lot but this piece of news I posted it You still managed to pick like seven 17 news? things. Yeah, yes, 7 news uh, topics. Yes, absolutely. Uh but when I posted this on our Facebook group, wow, what a lively discussion. Uh from Deadline apparently Jamie Foxx is set to star as Spawn oh, in Todd McFarlane's Dark Blumhouse adaptation Oof. of Spawn. Who said Oof? Hammond, was me, that you? Me. Oh, that you. Me.
1: Okay, Ruggs, well, start it off with your thoughts. Why Oof? No, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, like, Jamie Foxx can do a lot of shit. He, he's good. He can be good. He's been Willie Beeman. He's been... uh. Ray Charles. He's yeah. serious roles. Yeah. He's killed it in serious roles. Absolutely. Didn't he play
0: Tubbs, too? He played Tubbs in Miami Vice, yes. Uh, that's, that's true. Yes. That's true. So Django. he can pull it off. Yeah. He was in Django. He's Django Collateral. He plays. Uh, he's great yeah, in Collateral. So, I mean, he's,
1: this is in his wheelhouse. He could do it. It's just not the guy that I would probably tap for it. But I, whatever, we'll see what happens.
0: Well, here's the thing. This is the movie that McFarlane and Blumhouse, they're pretty much, it's a low-budget, R-rated horror movie. ten to $12 million estimated budget McFarlane's not only writing but he's directing and that fact actually has me more worried than fucking Jamie Foxx's spawn that's great let him do whatever he wants clearly he's a comic book fan he wants to make up for being electro in the amazing spider-man that's where he
1: soured me pretty much yeah
0: and that's not his fault though no but he probably Mm -hmm. Anthony what do you think Jamie Foxx as a spawn that's in the background but maybe we're not gonna see uh, a lot of in this movie
2: I think it's, that's the only way they can afford him.
0: Yeah, with a $12 million <laughs> because, budget, how are you paying this because guy?
2: Because they're basically like, hey, we were not going to use you for about 80% of the movie. Will you take uh, this? Yeah. We only need you for like this amount. That's the only way they're affording Jamie Foxx with a $12 million budget. That, and I had to go back. It, yes, maybe it's not completely his fault, but... I mean, that was him acting like he was in Batman and Robin. A little
0: bit. It was a Schumacher as, delivery. As,
2: yeah, yes. as a Schum- yeah, he was delivering his best Schumacher version oh, of Electro. Over the top. So, yeah. So it wasn't like, I mean, he is he is a man with free will. He decided to do that that way.
0: Hammond, hey let me ask you this. Do you think Fox is, like, hard up and desperate for money? Or does he have so much money that he's just like, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to host this show, Beat Shazam, for no reason because it's fun. Uh, I love comics. I want to do spot.
3: I think he's doing it for fun. I, I don't think this is is a moneymaker for him. I think this is a project that he wants to do. Someone approached him with it and said, let's do something creepy. Let's do something different. He said, I'm in.
1: He I'm, wants to be a superhero. I think, I think a, he does. Yeah, I think I, he does want to yeah.
3: jump into a superhero mask. And, you know, I got to tell you, although the movie wasn't great, Michael J. White did a great job as Spawn. Yeah, I mean, it's very dated,
0: uh, you know, of the time. And that brings up the question, like, they did practical effects for that movie, aside from the cape, which is like, it stuck out how CGI it is. Do we want to see a practical effect spawn this time, or is
1: it going to be CGI And with 12 million? What can you really do, really? I really don't think it really matters.
3: No, I I think it's going to have to be a hybrid, and I think it's going to be... As far as the effects go, it has to be better than the last one. I just hope the story holds up, because telling a Spawn story takes some nuance, and the cartoon was able to do it. The cartoon was amazing. The and, movie uh,
0: did not have that nuance. No,
3: and yeah. it's, it takes nuance. I mean, the minute you put Spawn on a motorcycle, you lose me.
0: Yeah. That's unless, true. Yeah, it's a good point. And, uh, you know, the 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 cartoon was amazing. Uh, the You know, McFarlane, amazing artist, mm-hmm. okay writer- Mm-hmm. can he fucking direct a movie I don't know
1: he better surround himself with fucking experienced well, people look I mean the the idea of Spawn is is a really weird idea but for some reason it's transcended like it it it. Uh, we know the stories of a guy who went to hell Al and Simmons. came back yeah. and now is a, 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 a representative of hell and he's using those powers to beat up bad guys and there's demons so it's, it's like that there is a a story there.
0: One of the mm-hmm. criticisms in the, our Facebook group was, uh, do you see Jamie Foxx as like a CIA black ops assassin who's...
1: Why not? Well, I think he could do it. He's a good actor. I absolutely he's think... He's been in movies yeah. where he's in that role. I
0: think comedians can play darker better than... It's uh, just that
1: he brings a lot of baggage to the role. Sure. That's the thing. He it's brings a lot of baggage, especially if you're if coming from the comic book community that's seen him in Spider-Man yeah. as Electro, then you're really going to be sour on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, last question let me ask all you this Anthony I'll start with you can McFarlane make Spawn relevant again with this are are people even going to know who Spawn is is, unless you've been following him for the the last 20 years
2: Uh, you know what I just don't see Spawn ever becoming more than it doesn't need to be right each character that he is
1: it this, does, it's yeah. such a low budget movie. Right. It doesn't need to be a huge hit. It exactly. just has to make some
3: money. It makes they're, not, yeah, they're not
2: looking. Yeah, they're not looking for a home run when right. you have a twelve million dollar budget.
3: You know what yeah. you could do with this though, and I think it would be better is if they put a little bit more money into it and let Netflix release it as a four or five episode miniseries. That's
0: not a bad idea too. That could do well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it would, it would probably get more pub. Yeah,
3: with that idea than.
2: Releasing as a twelve million dollar budget, Plumhouse
0: has got this clout with Get Out, and they want like another kind of hit for them. I don't know if it's gonna be this movie. No, this is, It's no way. This yeah. is
3: gonna be this. This is gonna rank like the sequel to that Strangers film. It's gonna oh. be peop, the people who know it will see it, and those yeah. who don't yep. won't yep. even know what you're yep. talking about.
1: Yep. He has uh, yeah. my, my box office prediction is maybe thirty million.
0: I mean, it doesn't. It's, so, if it costs 10 to 12 million, it's got to make 30 to 50 to like make its money back, and they'll be fine. Yeah, it will. He has a trilogy in mind, and it's kind of interesting because he said he's not going to do an origin in the first movie. He just wants to get in and possibly Twitch the detective will be the lead, and it Spawn's kind of like his enemy, his ally. He's in the background. You just see him
3: here and there. So, it's the Batman Gordon relationship. A bit. It's
0: absolutely. It's absolutely the same thing, just you barely see Batman. Yeah. But good for Jamie Foxx. Like I think he really loves comics and uh, you know, ever since from In Living Color, I've always I've I've loved the Jamie Foxx and been and he's picked interesting things. So didn't and I don't know when this fucking movie's coming out. Maybe next year, maybe the next year, the year after. But uh that was that was interesting. Let's move on to some Spider-Man homecoming sequel news, uh, follow-up from last week, where we talked about Jake Chillenhall Hall in talks to play Mysterio and how maybe they're gonna break uh, Create the Sinister Six in the third movie. Uh, there is a, a huge plot leaks online from a redditor. Don't worry, I'm not gonna read them. I will put the. I li- read them. Oh, you did. Okay, so I'll yeah. put the link in the show notes. Shockandair slash two two three. If you want, however, I want to spoil two things. Spoiler alert! And it's two things we discussed last week, and it was the time frame of the movie and what the title was. Time frame, we were wondering, when is this movie going to take place? Apparently, to this Redditor, he's confirming that the movie will take place after Avengers 4. Okay. So make what well, I think we all, you know, make do with that what you will. If,
3: so empty the Dustbuster and bring back Spider-Man.
0: Yes, they're going to go and uh, put all the pieces back together. You look, if you are comfortable Hammond fan, has
3: a real nice mic.
0: He does. Hammond is. A, sounds good. Dude, he's a music, he's a music nerd. He's got to have the best fucking equipment.
2: He sounds like what he's a. What kind of like microphone big, is that, Ham? It's a Heil. Oh, he's fuck. He's like you. a disenchanted voice. That's right a
0: right $400 now. fucking microphone.
2: Yeah, he sounds great.
0: That's why. Should we get those? We're rocking these shitty no, $60 no, 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 microphones.
2: We don't got the budget for it. Well, we don't. We don't have the clock. Give us more money on Patreon. We'll all get Heil. We'll, PR we'll, we'll all
0: sound like Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> he's got such a warm, rich look, voice. Look at his voice. Uh-huh. So smooth. The other, right, go ahead. the other plot spoiler thing is the title. The Redditor says that. Uh, apparently, according to him, the movie will be called Spider-Man colon field trip. Yeah. But you know what? I'm actually okay with that. We knew it was going to be international. We knew he's be shooting in Europe. It's probably where they run into Mysterio. Rugs, what do you think? you the spoiler? I did. I did. You'd Of course you I did. I did. So, okay. Um, Spider-Man field trip. What do you guys think of that title? Yeah. <laughs>
3: I didn't I didn't think Spider-Man Homecoming was a great title I didn't like
0: that originally either
3: yeah so this whole idea they're tying into what's the next one gonna be Spider-Man you know prom date
0: well that was the joke Spider-Man finger bangs (laughs) Spider-Man loses his virginity (laughs) yes (laughs) Spider-Man finger banging in the bathroom Uh, that's the that's the third movie the sinister six hole. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Uh so they're sticking with the school theme. Great. Uh Anthony, you read the spoilers. Any uh anything you can say without giving away too much?
2: Well, I'll say this first off. It was on Reddit. I remember reading a Reddit, a Redditor that was trusted, leaked the original Spider-Man homecoming plot, and it was completely different than what we got ah. in the movie. So uh, huh? I'm not huh? completely believing this, although from what is on there, it does seem plausible. It makes a it, lot of sense, a lot, and of it, it yes. seems kind of entertaining. Yeah, yeah. There is a spoiler in it for yeah. Infinity War's. But sequel. is it
3: really a spoiler?
2: Kind of is, I guess. I think it kind of yeah, is.
3: Yeah. Um. Okay. Wait. 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 Is it that that everything gets turned back to normal? No. No. Yeah. That's okay. That's
2: yeah. that's more of a given than what. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was like,
3: if you're dancing around that, then then no, let's not no. dance. It.
2: it the spoiler is like a marriage, but one of the major characters dies, and not okay. dis, not disappears, but dies. Okay, and, and right. it's a catalyst for this movie. Okay, um, what do I think about this? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it it's tough for me to believe
1: a redditor. That's the that's the only.
0: Apparently, thing. this guy's been right before, and it does make a lot of sense. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be completely angry. I wouldn't angry be mad if, at yeah,
1: it. I wouldn't be mad if this is what it what it <laughs> ends up. I don't up care up. what happens in Spider Man Field Trip. Because I don't like Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. Oh, you don't like. He's not a fan. Yes. Well, no.
0: it's not our Spider-Man
1: rugs. Yeah. But, but so look, if man. you have a six-year-old. It is your
2: Spider-Man. It's, it's, not, it's he's, not. He's out right now. It's a, he's this, out. The, this is the Spider-Man. It's their Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't care what they do to him. It's like <laughs> he's, he's Deadpool right now. Like, I care about Spider-Man just as much as I care about Deadpool. So I have to do. I divorce myself from Spider-Man. So I don't give a fuck who he's fucking now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will care whether they turn him into like the adult Peter that I really yes. want to see working at the adult Buman. Peter. I'm not in it yes. with Spider Man. It's not my ride or die <laughs> anymore. <All laughs> right? Oh my god, Ruggs. I can't but be- ah. that's just disheartening. Look, and
1: slot and homecoming, and that's it. It's all it's Well, over. Look, slot, to- slot is off the book. It
0: doesn't he's matter. Done. He's already done the damage though. Yeah, he's already- the damage is done. And homecoming, yeah. This was the next generation's uh spider uh Hammond, hey, who's your Spider Man?
3: I, I like the Toby Maguire. I also okay. like the the you know the Nicholas Hammond. Nicholas Hammond. We somebody reach
0: out to him. John Seaford, reach out to Nicholas Hammond. See if you can't get him on. I mean, I'm 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 old.
3: Yeah, I'm significantly old. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're up there How with old us. are you old fucks? I've, I'll be fifty in the not too distant future. Congratulations, so Emron. you made it. No, no well, Imran. like eight years. <laughs> no, I'm like forty-seven right now. Okay,
0: right on. We're all that that generation. No. Except for <laughs> Anthony. <laughs>
1: Anthony like
0: Andy,
1: weird,
3: just like, no. Like, like I watched the Planet of the Apes in the TV series in its original run.
0: Wow, when it first ran.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: I saw the reruns.
3: Yeah. Not the first run.
0: Uh, okay, moving on to some news about a movie that we are going to review on the Patreon. because One, uh, day. one day, because two of our $10 patrons have requested us to review The Crow Brandon Lee from 1994. Anthony's never seen it. So I'm really excited for Anthony to watch this movie. But all of this came about because there had been talks for years of a reboot of of The Crow with Jason Momoa. And Corin Hardy was the director. And they had a date, which was October of 2019. Well, listener, uh, that shit ain't happening. Uh, the crow has seen its wings clipped yet again. Sources are saying Jason Momoa, director Colin Hardy, formally withdrew from the film earlier today. This was after Sony was close to exiting the film as the distributor, and it has to do with creative and financial differences with Samuel Hadida, whose Davis Films holds underlying rights and who's financing the film. The rights for this film have been crazy. They were about to start shooting this film the next in the next five weeks in Budapest. It was in full pre-production. This ain't happening. Budapest, yeah, they're gonna shoot it in Budapest, which I don't know why. What? Is,
1: hey, maybe it's because it's so gothic looking. So they just
0: use it as an American city, Eric Draven yeah. city. So my question is, does this movie even really need to be made? No, no, it's completely unnecessary.
3: Okay, so I, I will say if they're going to redo, have you have any have any of you guys seen uh, Sky High?
0: Yeah. Uh, that's the uh the Disney Superhero High School movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I actually kind
3: of enjoyed that with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Okay, so you good. got so you guys know the kid that played War and Peace. Yeah. No. The dark-haired kid that okay. was the the bad guy/good slash guy, his parents were were one of each. Yeah, he was he, in
1: 10,000 BC will as well. i his name. Hold on.
3: Okay. I believe. Uh he would make a great new crow. Oh, okay. And then you throw in somebody like um uh the guy who did Get Out. Daniel Kaluuya or Jordan Peele. Yes, yeah, sure, or as a director and let mm. them just run with it. Mm. So,
0: look, my thing is why are you rebooting the Crow? Why not make a new Crow? The whole thing seems kind of unnecessary and yeah. if it if it never gets done, I wouldn't be mad.
1: Well, if like I just rewatched the original Crow like the other day. Yeah, I got to watch that again too. And there's no reason to remake that movie. No. Nope. It nope. is it's a great fine. it's a great version yes. of the Crow.
3: And yes. actually I actually own the Stairway to Heaven the Crow TV show. And, oh, uh, is that and the first couple episodes are very good, but then it turns into just, just a kind of dumb TV procedural. But Mark DeCascos, who was in Brotherhood of the Wolf and he was the commissioner on uh, Iron Chef America, that guy. Yeah. He did a great job as the crow. Cause he's an actual martial artist and he can, he could do the moody acting and it was great.
0: That was the yeah. best thing about Brandon Lee is that he was a pretty good actor and just a sick martial artist.
3: Yeah. There's no reason to
1: remake the movie. I think if they're going to reboot it and like basically the whole idea of the crow is that if you uh, have an, uh, a soul that's a, at unrest uh, for whatever reason that happened before he died, yeah. the crow can bring him back to get revenge so he could the soul can be at Finish peace.
0: Finish up your business so your yes. soul
1: can be at peace. So that can apply to any person or yeah. any situation. But um, this particular story was done. Like you don't need to redo no. Eric Draven's story. No. It's, it's perfect the way it is. In fact... I mean, we when we review this movie, I have so much to say about it. Excellent.
0: So. Yeah. Based on a 1994 graphic novel by James O. Barr, and I didn't watch any of the sequels, but uh, the first movie uh, is very true to the book. The book is great. It's just like the best, like, gothic, black and white, moody, emo fucking story that like when you're like 16 or 17, it just hits you in the perfect place.
3: Oh, and I can also tell you the soundtrack was amazing. Oh
0: yeah, of course, amazing 90s soundtrack was Don't Tell the Pilots, The Cure. Uh, I used to play that over and over again. Uh, it, it's a great hey, Anthony. You're gonna, I think you're gonna like this movie. I'm very interested. And I'm also see will tell you anything. the sequels are all poo. Yeah, I never saw any of the sequels. So don't, I'm not gonna
3: like this movie. I think you're gonna you're, like. You're it. gonna.
2: I think you're really gonna like this. I am currently googling the difference between a raven and a crow. Oh, really? That's, that's what I think about this well, right one. Now.
0: Was it Edgar Allan Poe? Uh, <laughs> nevermore. <laughs> That'd yeah. be the crow. Nevermore. nevermore. The crow. Nevermore. Just
2: watch uh, that episode to of out what the differences between a crow. And, <laughs> well, a raven. and what is that's the, the what difference? They're
0: both blackbirds. They're both black. Birds. They're both black birds. Singing birds. in the dead of night. Ravens are a little larger. Oh, ravens are larger than crows. Yeah. They're both fucking scary. I don't like either of them. Ravens and crows. Can I tell you a fucking crow? Like when I was in high school and walking to the bus stop in the morning, uh, the crow would fly down and like attack me
1: off the line. Like I felt it. It scared the shit out of me. I don't know what it was trying to do. It's Maybe sp- he's trying to get you to go seek revenge on somebody. For Maybe. Something. Maybe he's trying to. I got suck attacked by a
3: goose me. when I was in third grade. Oh, I have a hard time suck with too. Yeah, yeah. They'll peck. They'll fucking peck you the shit out of you.
0: Uh, okay, next bit of news uh, on a TV show that nobody's watching anymore a show that has lost a lot of viewers' ratings of a bad. We used to love it. We used to watch it. Of course, I'm talking about The Walking Dead on AMC. And the only reason I'm talking about this now is this is kind of big, interesting news. Uh, Andrew Lincoln, Rick, uh, reportedly being phased out after season nine. He's only going to be in a couple of episodes and also a rumor of Lauren Cohen, Maggie also leaving. And Us Weekly just reported that Norman Reedus it's getting a pay raise to become the lead of the series getting 20 million to stay in the series is any of this going to help people come back to the show no <laughs> they, so i yeah.
3: i i watched up the season i watched season 1 and i enjoyed it and the then first, i yeah and then i i missed season 2 and okay. then i came back for season 3 when they're in the prison yeah and here's the thing that blew me away with the prison was somebody was mowing that lawn the Why did the grass grow. The grass That's was perfectly mowed, and mm. I'm like, "How is that happening?" And then I was done. I was too distracted by that to watch anymore.
1: How <laughs> you gonna play golf without the grass so tall? Zombie lawnmowers. Hey, if
3: there's grass in the field, you can play. Zombie
0: landscapers. Fun. When they die, they gotta do something. <laughs> Look, they decided hey, Carl, to make a TV show. Where's Where's Judith? Uh, where's the Carl, lawnmower? mower? go mow that lawn. Oh, rest in peace, Carl. Carl! Carl. Look, uh, Morgan left the show. He's on Fear of the Walking Dead. I've watched up to- the- He's on Fear? Yeah, yeah. He left. There was a time- Why? That I don't fucking know. He left. There was a time jump in the other show, and now they met, and that was the crossover. And I was going to watch that, but then I completely so, lost it.
2: But Rick Grimes is leaving, and Maggie's leaving. Yeah. Daryl- and Daryl's
0: going to be the lead. Which is a character that's not in the comic book, that's created for the show. They, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching. I don't know. They, he, oh, you when you, you're still watching. I watched Walking. I watched all of the Walking Dead up until the last season eight. I did watch all.
2: Did you watch? I am saying you watched
1: all those episodes. I uh, You yeah. watched all the irrelevant Walking Dead. I watched,
0: I watched all the irrelevant Walking Dead. They said that the ratings dipped down to season one. Oh, shit! Ratings this last season. So
3: I have a question. What? What? Other than them being horrible to each other. Yeah. What is it about? nothing really <laughs> it's no what i mean it's what how
2: humans would act yeah in an apocalyptic scenario with no rules and no the people government. are the
1: but-, but the thing is we've done it for like so many seasons that we've seen every scenario play out there's no nothing new correct yeah. happening and you can't really go anywhere with it i think it's i think it's run its course you Can't cure people you can't yeah. do you can't do any of that so it's just nothing's going to change i mean well, also
2: it's also the for like the format for being, I'll be a quick critical analysis of Walking Dead. A lot of it's um, drawn out, like a lot of their episodes. they Will uh, what what do we used to call it? Fluff, stuffer, decompress, uh, decompress. Yeah, so would, you'd have a big episode with all these characters, and then the next episode would be. Focus on like two of them. They just stretch it out. And then the next episode would be focused on another two. And then, the, so then you wouldn't have a continuation of story necessarily. It's almost hard.
0: It was hard to remember. They would they would have 90 minute episodes. Not hard to remember.
2: It was it's just filler. It was just, yeah, yeah a lot of fluff. They would have
0: 90 minute episodes that did not need to be 90 minutes. Like, you want more content? They just spread everything out even more.
2: And, and they started going to real cheap tactics of hyping up something that was going to happen and then. That final episode, that thing that was going to happen. Oh, wait, wait till next season to find out what happened, so it, really.
3: Here's the thing, though, is I really enjoyed the Ash vs. Evil Dead run. They were 30-minute yeah, episodes. Yeah, they were yeah, in. They were out. They were kind yeah. of funny. There was a little bit of gore, and you were done. That's a great show, and that ended, too, I think. Yeah, this last it did. Season. It's done. I haven't yeah. watched the last season.
0: That... Yeah. And it's, it's, it's different. It's just as gory, but it doesn't take itself seriously.
3: Yeah. And it cuts it and it knows its time limit as far as the content's concerned. It's 30 minutes. You're in, you're out, you've got story.
0: A lot of shit happens. I mean, they're probably going to do the whispers. And the one shining thing is that Scott Gimple is not on the show show running. And I think he just trolled
1: the shit out of the audience. It's gonna be a while before the stench of him goes away, though.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they picked how many more seasons does this show have on Uh, it?
0: Well, that's the thing is, Robert. They they making the show of Robert Kirkman series, which he said is this is a zombie story that never ends. So it could go on forever, uh, but it shouldn't. It should have been over. I think it's past its prime already. They pissed Wait, a lot of people off with. Yeah. I feel the like season,
3: I think yeah. six seasons is about all you could take of this. I think they've moved I, I into agree. now no man's land, and I think I think they're going to really start losing people. They have a lot well, of they story. They've yeah. definitely well, yeah, been
2: losing. Yeah. They've already every season. They, so the big thing is, I was dancing around. They hyped up throughout the season that Negan, who was one of these awesome villains in the comics, was going to show up all out and war, bash someone's head in. Yeah, and then they they had him show up. At the last episode, and you were expecting you were expecting one of the main characters to die, and they cut to the character getting their head bashed in, and they cut to black.
0: That's a that's where a lot of people so left. A out lot of there. people
2: got really pissed off about that because they had to wait a year to find out. They had to who wait a year killed. to find out, even though the whole season was built on Negan killing. Everybody want people
1: to sit there and and theorize who right. gets killed and blah blah blah. Jerking and us I around, get, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's just it's just a. Becomes a transparent tactic, and yeah. you're like, okay, now they're just they're just getting greedy. They're like, they're they're trying to manipulate the they, audience. They were, they were it's, taking it's sh-
3: the audience for granted, and it at got that predictable point. too. So, that- so they it seems like they were trying to Game of Thrones the audience without having the content to Game of Thrones.
1: Correct, but Game of Thrones has got so many moving parts. That's yeah. what that I mean. That's what I mean. That. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's what I mean. They they were trying that same stunt, but they didn't have the the wherewithal and the facilities and the assets to do it.
1: Yeah, They
0: need to much. do what Game of Thrones is doing is write an ending that the the creator has not written. And you know it's going to end Game of Thrones. You
1: know there's an end yes, game. Yes, that's the
0: smartest thing. Did you see that one meme I saw? I think Jess Rivera posted in in the Facebook group where Battle of the Bastards took 25 days to shoot. They just finished shooting a,
3: a battle. 55 days oh, shit. shoot for one battle. Oh, it's gonna be epic. Holy shit! That's because a Mother of Dragons is too runny busy running a crime syndicate in space. Well, she's a crime syndicate <laughs> in space, and then uh, Sansa is a uh,
0: Dark Phoenix over there, and mm-hmm. uh, what's-her-name Maisie Williams was in that New Mutants that got pushed back to, like, who knows when. Oh, is that like, the horror movie New Mutants? Yeah, but uh, it got pushed back way back. But she's in that. You ain't and, seen that for a while. I don't know when the fuck that's coming out. <laughs> that was, it's done! It's done! All these movies are getting reshot. So... Whatever, Walking Dead. When it, I don't even, I don't know. I think I may be done. I don't think I'm going to start watching it when it comes back. I don't, I just, I don't care anymore. I don't care. <laughs> last two things before we take a quick break. Uh, the MCU, of course, influential uh, amongst shared universes, amongst filmic properties, amongst other places trying to recreate this. Also influential uh, amongst parents having babies last year. Oh, shit. Uh Baby names based on Marvel characters were very popular, according to the U.S. Social Security Administration. Check this out. The most popular baby names last year, Parker, for boys and girls. I kind of like that. That gives me a geek boner. It's weird. Second most popular name, Wade, after Wade Wilson. Other baby names from the MCU last year, Natasha. That's kind of normal. Pepper, Banner. There's Loki. <laughs> Valkyrie, somebody named, a bunch of people named their kid Rocket, and Marvel and Harris the Kicker, six babies in 2017 were named Hawkeye. Oh, shit. Which I can't wait till they go to job interviews. That's going to be great. Why are we
2: discussing people, parents being stupid? I told
3: you, slow news week. So, uh, so uh, then discuss maybe discuss this. But maybe they're not Marvel fans. Maybe they're fans of MASH.
0: Oh, maybe they're like uh, the Hawkeye. Fellow. I just think the guy comes in and he's like, hey, Mr. Johnson, thanks for coming to this interview. Oh, please call me Hawkeye. Yeah, well, we're done here. We'll get back to you. Thanks. The door's open. So can there. you shorten
3: that? Or are you going to call him I or Hawk? I, or- a. I. Hawk. I know way too many Logans. <laughs> oh, you do know? I know a lot of Logans, too. I know a couple of Xavier's. Oh, that's a good them, Xavier. Oh. Xavier is a good name. I'm yeah.
0: naming. I'm naming my firstborn Spider-Man with the hyphenation. Full no, Spider-Man.
2: <laughs> you're naming your oh, okay. boy or girl Kamala Khan
0: or that Kamala.
2: Okay. That could work so, me.
3: so here's the thing about yeah. hyphens. I was working in a place and this girl came in and her name was spelled L A hyphen A.
0: Oh, I know that this name is.
3: And I said, wait, "What wait. is it?"
0: Yes. Hold on. Can anyone, Anthony or Ruggs, can you figure out how to pronounce L A hyphen A? Leia, uh, uh Anthony. What's your t- what's your guess? B- uh.
1: <laughs> also
0: incorrect. Hammond. How about you give us the correct pronunciation? Ladasha. That's absolutely right. Oh, that no. is a fucking name. <laughs> yes, Ladasha. <laughs> exactly why you think it's Ladasha.
1: Oh my oh god! god. Yeah, I've,
0: I've seen that. I've seen that written down on like official paperwork.
1: Yep. It's
0: amazing. Okay. What, what
2: is that movie where all the kids get? or the people are fucking that shouldn't have kids?
0: Oh, idiocracy! Idiocracy! It,
2: this is happening. Listen, yeah. when when
0: when no no, we're way past that. When there's a photo yeah, of Kim there. Kardashian yeah. and Donald Trump in the Oval Office, we are way the fuck past idiocracy. Actually, I my wish favorite we could go back.
3: My favorite picture from that was when the McMahon's came to visit. Oh Jesus! from yeah. WWF or E and the meme said that 7 out of 10 people in this room have been given the stone cold stunner
0: <laughs> wasn't there one with like Ted Nugent Sarah Palin yeah. I was like what like we are way past idiography yeah, it, it, yeah. holy shit okay last thing I got bad. another audio meme to fuck with your head just like Yanni and Laurel that was our one day obsession I want I'm gonna play this clip and I just before telling you what this says, I wanna know what you think they are saying <laughs>
3: Okay, what did that sound like? This sounds like an EVP from Ghost Hunters. (laughs) And whatever you tell me it says, I'll hear it. (laughs) That's the thing. It
0: sounds like two different things. Rugs, what did you hear?
3: I I don't know. It's rusty needles and then like green eyed peas or something stupid. here's, Here's what you do.
0: Think of the words brainstorm or green needle in between. And this thing will say what one of those things after you think it. It's crazy.
1: Uh All right, enough. That was
4: weird (laughs) because I
0: thought brainstorm, then green needle and brainstorm. And that's what I heard.
2: Okay. I don't know. I did did hear both. I, I heard both too. Hammond. Yes. You like sound. I do. Is, do you under what is is there any sort of science behind this? Why is it? This, it
3: this? It's all about suggestion. And it's, it's like it, this is. I no, I wasn't kidding. This is how EVPs and ghost hunting work. You hear something and you go, Shh, "What was that?" And they play it back and they go, "It said, help me, please.'" And then you hear, wah, 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 wah. and because they said, "Help me, please," you hear, you "Help hear me, it. please." So you don't believe the EVP uh, evidence for ghost hunting is legit. Uh, there might be one in a hundred that might be something, but okay. when they tell me what it is before I hear it, I always, that's I always suggestion.
2: throw it out. That's already, you already know
0: that that's, yeah. Yeah.
2: that's someone that's trying to lead you down a path. Mm-hmm.
0: It's definitely yeah. like suggestion and it, it becomes what it, but it fucked with my head for a little bit. Cause I was like, how, how is this possible? I would play me it. Me and, and Imran talked yeah. about this off the air and we were, were both that. like, what the
2: fuck is this black magic?
3: No, it's just all about it's all about planning the idea in your head, and then use like when he doesn't say it and he plays it back to back. You say it to yourself, and, right. then, your, and then your your you brain makes that. it fit. Yeah, because the brain looks for patterns. Mm.
1: Well, I just think it's just the the bottom dropping out on on the when you brainstorm. The, you're not hearing the storm. Right, you're hearing that the, it's not going down. And That was
0: the Yanni and Laurel thing was like with the bass, it yeah, was one thing. thing. With the high end, it sounded mm-hmm. like something different.
1: All right. Are we done with this shit already? Yeah, we're done, done we're done with this shit. <laughs> we're going to take a break
0: and come back and talk about solo, a Star Wars story Let's right after it. this.
5: After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm Jason I'm Jeff And I'm Blake From the History of Bad Ideas And we'll get back to your regularly scheduled program here in just a
3: second, Geek Listeners But we do a weekly podcast called the History of Bad Ideas Yeah, we'll we'll discuss things like television or movies or music or games Or any other thing that falls into our geek-related podcast knowledge
5: You can find us on uh, Geek Life Radio Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central or Radio-Blitz, Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, or you can listen to us whenever the hell you want on iTunes and Stitcher. Check us out. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm
2: Drew. I'm Nate. And I'm Tanner. And we are the hosts of Headline Heroes. Every week, we take a bizarre out there article. Germans build underground pipeline for beer, an attempt to create a superhero or villain. The obvious one is that they have a giant robot that runs off of beer. Along the way, we discuss powers, design a costume, and of course, struggle with a name. Graham Graham Sam Sam? Uh, no.
1: Graham Graham <laughs> Sam Sam? No.
2: And inevitably,
4: we get off subject and talk about the really important stuff.
1: I did go to Bill Engvall's website. Website And I just want to tell you a couple of things that I'm seeing
5: here. Please do. I wish you would. But we always arrive with the super creation we are proud of. Join Headline Heroes every Tuesday as we try to make reality a little more super.
0: Listener, thanks for listening to us every week. Thanks for downloading, clicking, play, hanging out with us. If you are enjoying the show, if we entertain you, and you want a way to support us, and you want more show? Well, if there's only one thing to do: join the fan club. Joggerner.com/slash/Patreon takes you to our fan club page where you can support us at multiple tiers. There's tons of rewards. Everyone gets bonus content and RSS feed with uh, instant reactions, bonus episodes, whole whole shows in there. And we have to shout out: we just today got a brand new patron. Thank you to Chocolate Tain himself, Tain Reese. Geek uh
1: joining. Hey. Us. Yeah,
0: remember Tain? Remember Tain? He joined the fan club today and he wrote in. He said, Hey guys, this was just in case you forgot about me. Still a loyal listener from the bowels of South Dakota. Oh, the Taint. I'll start talking the to himself. the Taint himself. I'll start talking to myself again in preparation for being on the show. Yes, that was a setup segue. Back to you guys. He's very good. Thank you for the segue. Because Tane signed up for our highest tier that we have. Jesus it's, it's Christ. kind of a new tier. $30 a month he signed Whoa. up for. Well, Thank Leonard. you very much. This is the highest tier. This is what you get when you sign up for $30 a month. It's cumulative. So you get everything and all the other tiers. He gets a shout out on the show. He gets his name on our website. He gets the bonus RSS feed with bonus content. Tane, you're going to get stickers. You can pick a movie for us <laughs> You're to review. Get stickers. People love the stickers, Anthony. I was right. I had a good idea. <laughs> he had he can come on the show or hang out with us in a Google hangout, and he will get a t-shirt and he gets naming rights to Anthony's firstborn child. Oh shit. I made that last one up, maybe? Unless Anthony's okay with that? <laughs> Uh,
3: depends on the name. It'll okay. be named Hawkeye Xavier <laughs> Logan Peter Johnson.
0: <laughs> I'd like it to be my kid Loki this, Natasha this Pepper. Is taint. <laughs> taint. Hawkeye taint.
3: This is Hawkeye Taint. Yeah, Hawkeye's Taint. <laughs> Hawkeye's Taint will be the name of the baby.
0: Anyways, if you want all that stuff, listener, sign up now. There's lots of great content. The instant reactions to Solo are up there. We have a whole bonus episode where I didn't have to do any work. I did a little bit of work. But, Anthony, I'm so proud of you. Anthony and listener Chaz Hebbard got together, Anthony. Tell them about this little bonus sports episode.
2: Yeah, real quick. So uh, on the Jock and Nerd Nation page, there was some uh, interest in hearing more sports talk from me. So Chaz, who's a loyal listener and patron, uh, messaged me and said, hey, I'd I'd be interested in doing a sports uh, segment with you. So we decided to chat online, and uh, we recorded something just right off the cuff without even really ever talking to one another, and we put it online. And we'll be doing some sports clips here and there whenever there's relevant shit to talk about.
3: You're in a live, you're in a live uh, broadcast, maybe some major sporting event. No, like a That's watch gonna, along.
2: No, <laughs> look, I. The, the, this There'll probably be like twenty to thirty minute segments.
0: Too much work for want. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not
2: gonna. I'm not going to, if I'm on, if I'm watching the game, I'm not going to talk to anybody.
0: I am just so proud and impressed that Anthony did a whole thing by himself. I did have to edit it. I edited a little bit, but really you guys were on your own and I was like, holy shit, there's content and I don't have to do anything. This was amazing. I have a clip from the episode so we can kind of tease people to join the fan club. (laughs) Here's a clip of uh, that show. Hey, shut the fuck
4: up. I'm doing something.
0: Wow. I'm intrigued. Was he who was he yelling at? Was he yelling at Anthony? Was 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 there some kind of a strife? Who knows. You're going to have to sign up and listen to find out. But Chaz, thanks for that sound drop. I think it's good. We're going to leave that in the soundboard. Uh and of course You needed
2: to play like a little <laughs> bit of audio prior to that. No, no. I am no, like, not saying I'm not yeah. saying anything sports related, but yeah. you just played him yelling at somebody. Yeah, that's you need great. to play like him
0: talking in the mic and then him yelling at somebody.
4: <laughs> no, I just love Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something.
0: I, hey, I feel you. I feel you, Chaz. I felt like that a lot.
4: That's uh, our show. It's,
0: that's me a, and Chaz. him just yelling at each other. Uh, and finally, thank you to all of our patrons for your continued support. Now, this is usually the first show of the month. I, I read all the names, but I'm I, I have. I'm happy to report there's too many fucking names oh, to read now. It's like 36 names. I I can't sit here and read 36 names. So let's just grow this. You will get a shout out when you sign up. And it's amazing. Thank you guys, all of you, for your continued support. Can't thank you enough. Let's get to Solo, people. A Star Wars story. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you
1: fucks. Spoiler time.
0: This is the 10th Star Wars movie. But the fourth in four years. Lucasfilm started this thing in 2015 with Force Awakens. We're doing a Star Wars movie a year. So far, they have delivered uh, this movie... Written by Lawrence Kasdan and his son John, who they, uh, Lawrence was responsible for a lot of the writing on the original trilogy. Ron Howard gets the director's credit despite uh, things. We'll get into that. The whole backstory of this movie is insane. The fact that it got put together is kind of crazy. Uh, of course, the main stars Alden Aaron, Hryke, Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, Daniel Glover, um, and lots of aliens and uh, puppets, Muppets. I don't know what they are box office wise here's where things get a little uh iffy Damn. disappointing <laughs> they were estimating an opening weekend of what what was it like 130 to 150 or yeah, something
2: 130 150 somewhere there's around
0: there. no budget for this but reportedly the budget before marketing is somewhere around 250 to 300 million dollars
1: whoa
0: because you know, this is the movie Lord and Miller were fired off of months into shooting, Ron Howard came in last minute, reshot the whole fucking thing. Uh this movie opens up to a three day domestic total of only $84 million. day memorial day total, a hundred and three million dollars. One sixty eight million global. Let's let's put this into context yes, now. Yes.
2: Sounds like a lot of money, but right. their expectations obviously also six day total at this point is at one fifteen. Yeah. Domestically, yeah. In comparison, Rogue One after six days is already at two hundred five. Rogue One is, opened at like one fifty five. Yeah, it's, it's a Rogue One is your barometer, and it's way below. So
0: this is the lowest opening of any Star Wars movie. <laughs> Shows you that maybe even Disney can stumble. But I, uh, why do you guys think this happened? I have a couple of.
2: Are we doing that reasons. first? Or are we doing the? So where you want to get it right in the box office?
0: Well, we always start with the box
2: office. I mean, I think okay we. could... I got a couple. Yeah. I think they, I think it was stupid for them to go in May. Yes. They, they were competing against not only one of their own properties in Disney in um, Avengers infinity war, which is still getting some pretty good run. Yep. Um, But they also were competing against Deadpool, which came out a week prior.
3: They were also competing against black Panther, which is still in theaters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, yep. barely, but yeah.
3: Yeah. Back. But so that, was
2: dumb. I think they should have stuck with their December release dates. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also think that there might it, it being so close to the last Star Wars movie. Yes. I think there might be a little bit of Star Wars fatigue. 5 months
0: on. ago Last Jedi came out. This right. is uh it may be a little bit too and much. And Last Star Wars.
2: Jedi, although making a lot of money, um pissed off about half the audience. Yeah, so they had that negative press. Right. Right. This wasn't coming off of like Avengers, for, for instance, right, where right. everyone's feeling really good, and then right. Iron Man 3 comes out and makes a ton of money because everyone's feeling really good about themselves.
1: And yeah, nobody like, was pumped yeah. after that movie.
2: No, I'm pumped. Yeah, me too.
0: No, this is like, if you, if you it's the equivalent of kind of like Zack Snyder and Batman versus Superman. Like, well, that's what they did to The Last Jedi a little bit. Not as bad. Eh, not as bad. But no. the reaction was similar, where people are like, oh, this is the best polarized, thing ever. This is yeah, the worst thing ever. Yes.
3: The word of mouth on this for the people who've seen it, yeah, a lot of people are saying it's worth seeing. So I think this will, this will have a longer run. Sure, it may have legs. Yes, and, and 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 pick up some viewers in the week two, week three that it wouldn't, it didn't get day one because there are such bad press about it. I mean, people getting fired, things being yeah. rewritten, yeah. lots of skepticism yeah. going into this. I think once the, once it gets out that it's actually a fairly decent, good film, and I mean, even the worst Star Wars films are right. still kind of fun. Uh,
2: Yeah, sure. And the other uh, thing is, is when you start off that far in a hole, yeah, you need a really long run with not a lot of uh, decline throughout the run to make that up with no competition. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of competition in the next. Uh, Also,
0: remember, this movie didn't have a trailer until like a few months before the movie. Very short marketing. Time frame, because of the the reshoots and the Ron Howard, and who knows what the fuck was going on there, so I think that didn't help either uh, in terms right. of publicity uh, I right. think there
2: was also an overestimation of the Star Wars brand number yeah. one, yeah, but yeah. also the fact that they were making a solo film they were like everyone they figured that hey it's Han
3: Solo's prequel right. Everyone wants to see a Han Solo film, right? Who
0: doesn't want more, to see right? that? Well, turns out, maybe not.
3: <laughs> the hard part about it, too, is now it seems like they're trying to franchise Solo because there's left yeah. so many things yes. out there. Yes. It would have been far better if it had been a one-shot.
2: Ah, yeah. interesting. I agree. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Like kind of the unfortunate thing because not spoiling too much of what I'm about to say, but I liked the film. Yeah. But I mean, it is clear from this film that this is a part one of a maybe a threequel prequel series for solo. Which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's and right. And Alden is signed on for two more films. Yeah. He's
0: got, it's a three movie contract. And I don't think that's
2: going to happen if this movie yeah. doesn't start making a lot of cash real quick. I mean, you could throw him as Han Solo and other character movies. Good, uh, but I don't, I mean the, we'll get into it, but the, the way it's set up.
3: So I will, I will say too, that I, I had a really good time, but this movie movie made me feel dumb. Because there are (laughs) references to things that are so deep lore.
0: There are some deep cuts. Let's uh well we'll start with our opening thoughts. Let me just give you the rotten tomato score on this one. Seventy-one percent. So not the worst, but not near the best either. What's the average out out of all the Star Wars movies? What's uh, the average rating? Uh oh, the uh the aggregate rating is six point four
3: out of 10 that sounds uh, right. on IMDb. It's listed at 7.2 out of 10.
0: Oh, on IMDb on the, t- on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 6.4. So yeah. somewhere between a six and seven. And the
3: audience score, if we're going to start looking
2: at that stuff, 63, percent. So it's not the, uh, but like last Jedi was like 90% last Jedi was rot- 90, rotten, yeah, like 20% yeah. audience.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score wise, this falls in between revenge of the Sith, which is at 79% and attack of the clones. 66%. So it's at the bottom of the RT score. man, that's what we do. We like to start with opening thoughts. We'll go around the room. So I want you to start with how big of a Star Wars fan are you, just to set a baseline. And then overall thoughts coming out of this movie, what was going through your head? Uh,
3: I was day and date for every single Star Wars film. Oh, Did you see the original one in the theater? I did. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's special. So I was day and date for every <laughs> single one. And I stood in line. I I got out. Of, one day I got out of, when I was, when uh, Jedi came out, Turn of the Jedi came out. I actually yeah. got out of school, walked to the theater and hung out with my friends until tickets went on sale.
0: Damn. So, wow. so kind of hardcore, kind yeah. of a, a long time loyal fan. But I
3: am not the lore nerd. Yeah. I enjoy the films. Yeah, I, I don't read the books. I didn't watch the cartoons. I okay. didn't play the video games. Okay. Uh, so what did you think coming out of this? What was going through your head? I thought it was fun. I yeah. think they could have leaned more into the heist film part, part of it. Yeah. But I, I came out thinking it was a good film. I came out really in, enjoying it. Okay. Uh, Anthony, you being our
0: casual Star Wars fan, least Star Wars-y out of all mm-hmm. of us. What were your uh, thoughts going in afterwards?
2: Well, I am definitely the least Star Wars fan. I don't, I can't put together any of the films in terms of what happened or... Any of the deep cuts and none of that. I I I thought I overall I think Star Wars is pretty fucking cheesy, um, but for this one I walked in and walked out of it going, I like that a lot better than Last Jedi. Okay.
0: Um,
2: I thought it was a fun film. I liked that. Um, it kind of was just this fun story and not really this. These world stakes, like the the galaxy is on the line. Yeah. I thought it was just a fun heist, not heist, like a fun like space western film. Yeah, which is that's and, what Star Wars
0: uh, always was. Yeah, and yeah. so
2: I know there's a lot. There was some stuff online I read that this film appealed to the, a lot of the audience because of the fan service. I didn't give a fuck about the fan service because you the, wouldn't even the, have any. any yeah, you wouldn't have yeah. got
0: any of it. Like there's so, so but much. I shit still in
2: enjoyed there. the film. I cool. thought it was a solid film. I mean, nothing to really write home about, but for a movie like a summer blockbuster, I was perfectly fine with spending the money on it.
0: Okie dokie,
1: Rockboy. I, um,
0: I, I feel like you, know, you are um, the most Star wars fan out of all of us.
1: Uh, Somewhat. I mean, like, I watch all the movies, uh, even the prequels. I've watched, uh, I played the video games. I've not read the books, but... You watch uh, I mean, Rebels and Clone Wars? Yeah, I watch Rebels, Clone Wars, all the animated stuff. The movie in itself isn't terrible. I feel like that when they were shooting this movie, you know, Lord Miller probably had all these jokes they took out. Yeah, yeah. And now, like, that, the jokes were probably, they were probably leaning on those jokes to make the movie entertaining. Yeah. So now you're left with, uh, so you don't need the action to be that great. You don't need to build up the action to be. So they took out the, the jokes, and then what you have is, like, this kind of standard action movie. Yeah. Which would have been, with those jokes, probably would have been something. But without them, you have to now ramp up the the stakes of the action, not not make it a universe thing, but I'm saying just the level of what's happening, build it up a little bit more. So I felt that like there was like a little bit of a lacking in that. But I, overall, I think it was a it wasn't a terrible movie. I wasn't like wincing in in disgust. I I, I thought it was it was fun, it was okay.
0: Okay, good. Uh- I'm the same way like Hammond. Like, I've seen all the movies, and I thought I loved Star Wars, and I was a huge fan. And when Force Awakens came out and all the hardcore Star Wars fans actually came out, I was like, oh, oh, I just like Star Wars. (laughs) There's levels to this shit. Yes, the lore nerds, as Hammond so eloquently said, I'm not one of those. I never got into that, but I do. I just love the space western, the feeling of the characters. I always love Star Wars. And yeah, well, after at the end of this movie, I was like, it was a great, solid action movie. I went in with really low expectations. Basically, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Even Alden Ehring didn't bother me as much as I thought. I'm going to take back what I said about him. Uh, fun. Some of the fan service I love. Some of it maybe was a little bit too much. Uh, and it was maybe a little bit too long. But fun movie. The stuff we got to see that we've heard about, uh, you know, in, in Han Solo's story. They finally showed it to us, which which was fine, good, adequate. I mean it was a fun movie. Uh maybe a little disposable, but nonetheless good Ron Howard action set pieces. It was weird though with all
3: the extra whistling and the the narration about banana frozen banana stands.
0: That was I think you were watching Arrested Development. That's a different (laughs)
3: it's not the right
0: season five out on Netflix now uh so let's start with the fan service anthony did you wouldn't have got a lot of it did you get any of it at all
2: oh yeah i mean i got you know i understood it i i found the fan service to actually be a bit annoying yeah just because it was like because by the end of it i was like this is clearly going to be like a three cool thing yeah yet anything that like i would know which is basically what everyone knows right like the millennium Falcon, yep. his last name yep. chubac like all of that happened to him and within like a, a day's time that I think it was, was almost yes. a little too
1: convenient no, i was I, like
2: I'll agree. i had to think back and i'm like he got all the stuff that makes him han solo within like a day or two this reminded me yeah. of yeah. Uh,
3: indiana jones and the last crusade where yeah. river phoenix falls into the boat or yeah. into the train yeah and all three cars, give him all the things that make him who Indiana Jones is. Yeah. Oh, just, what, yeah. Wow,
1: I was about to make that same comparison. <laughs> pretty. Holy shit. Pretty convenient
0: there. Oh, look, here's a hat and a whip and I got to cut up yeah. my fucking chin. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. This
1: reminds me of that old school Indiana Jones type thing where it's, everything's kind of on the surface. Right. And it's not deep. It's like, you don't really know anything about Indiana Jones. You really don't know anything about Han Solo. Exactly. After you he watch hey, the it's movie. Right.
3: same guy.
1: Sort yes.
0: of, uh, and maybe the universes are combined. Well, I think a lot of that's
2: attributed to hiring Ron Howard. Yeah, I think he's yeah. he was a very very safe director, and he just was like, I'm just going to hit the beats that everyone's going to like. Yeah, yeah, he I'm not going to push it too much. Yeah, I'm not going to really push this too much. I'm not going. I'm not going to kill everybody at the end. I'm going to do. <laughs> right. You know, I'm not going. I'm not going to make this something more than it has to be well, this is this is the, the safest version of yeah. the film yeah. that i can put out
3: Here, here's the other thing that really did hit me hit me as i was watching this is that um woody harrelson yeah all he had to do at one point was fly up in the air and yell that he was mary poppins and he was yondu <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah that is a good point I'm holy mary, shit wait i'm mary poppins y'all no I mean, yeah. but his character is yondu yeah oh, he is yeah. yondu Holy fuck! He's totally the fucking father figure who double crosses everybody. Double right, double crosses this guy. But he,
2: but he is actually wants to be the guy's father. Yeah, it's very tropey. Oh my Holy god! Fuck. The whole
0: There's so many tropes. So look, I, I honestly, I love the western feel of this. You know, you had like the train
3: heist. You had them sitting around the campfire. That that train heist was almost directly lifted from that first episode of Serenity that they aired.
0: Oh really?
3: Yeah. <laughs> this almost, whole movie. Yeah.
0: It's derivative of so many things. I mean, there is a nod to every other Star Wars movie in this movie. Wait, let's get back to the things we got to see. What you said, Anthony. Oh, these are the things I always wanted to see, but the fact that they happened in the course of how long no, the movie take the most egregious
1: place? thing is the naming. Let's start there. I think that was yeah, so the first cringy. One. That's
0: the first one. We find out how he gets like, the name Han Solo. Like,
1: Rugby. that made me cringe. That was probably the worst part of the movie for me is that some fucking Imperial fuckhead just names yeah. him solo, just
0: because he had. I mean, I like so didn't, dumb. I didn't it's know r- that that had to be explained.
3: I just thought that was his last name.
0: It, yes, it didn't have to be explained. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, that could have been that could have been skipped.
0: I see yeah. what they were going with the thing. Like, I have no people, you know. And he's like, oh, okay, solo. And I'm like, really? No, it's just really. It's,
3: they, it's a good thing you so did him Sad Sack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I have no dick. Okay, I'm, I'm dickless. I'm douchebag. <laughs> this so yes. this scene was what they pitched to Bob Iger way back in the day that got this movie Greenlit. This is what sold well, Disney Bob Iger. on the movie. <laughs> fuck him. He's an idiot. So we got to see how Han got his last name solo. We got to see him get his blaster. That's last name. So stupid. We got his blaster. He meets Chewbacca for the first time. He meets Lando for the first time. He gets the Millennium Falcon and does the whole fucking castle run as like a newbie green fucking smuggler who's just, see, what the fuck? All well, at I the got, same time? I got one for you. They fucked everything up.
2: I got one for you that I thought was lame as a casual fan when they're like on the when they're learning each other's names like your name's chewbacca that's too long
3: i got to come up with a nickname <laughs> for so you st- and i'm like- going to go with chewy oh wait a whole one syllable less okay can i can come i on. can i bring up something though that since we're here at this point yeah they say he spent 3 years working for the imperials like doing flight yeah. school and all that so stuff so
0: han did right Yes. yes. han did
3: yes. that is something i would have liked to have seen like the full right? metal jacket version of han solo
0: it was almost a little bit of war movie for a, a second in the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome, but I think they didn't. That would have been playing outside the box a little bit. I think I that they like wanted that to they, cut it safe. They make I feel it like safe. They
1: spoon fed you so much stuff. Yes. It's it was bad. Like lots of the Han Solo yes. thing. Like yes. and then the blaster. Like Woody Harrelson like takes it apart, makes it into the blaster, and hands it to him. You should have handed him the whole rifle and right. he tries to shoot it. And and he's like, "Fuck, I can't use this. And he takes Let me it, take this yeah. thing off. Yeah. Oh, okay, we take this thing off. Yeah." And then, oh, I got my blaster. Like, nothing, everything just handed to him. Like, yeah. his name is handed to him. You know, it's just, it I was do, just, eh. I do think
2: that's an interesting point, Hammond, is the most interesting thing about this is Han Solo being part of the Imperial Guard.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whatever it yeah. was.
2: And yeah. fighting in wars that he doesn't want to be in. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's the most compromising. Like, seeing Han Solo being this, like, uh, fucking thief and, like, doing going on these adventures, that's, what you come to expect? You don't come to expect a movie about Solo where he is in the Imperial Guard.
1: That like, would actually the fuck is that? that? Yeah, that would. That's the most interesting something. part, and they yeah. glossed right yeah. over. That. And the one thing I really wanted to know is why he wants to be a pilot. There is nothing that ever that he has <laughs> no, no piece of I'm information that would either. Uh, when I was a kid, I, I was on a transport, and I was fascinated by like anything. Like, of being up in a thing. Like, they don't have any illusions. He just says, I'm going to be a pilot. I want to be a and pilot. You just you just take it at face value. And that
2: Imperial Guardman, or that guy that's signing up, is like,
1: All right, you'll be a pilot. <laughs> I was like, That's how
0: easy it
2: is. You can that's, just walk up yeah. and be
3: like, I'm going to be a pilot. I today. thought the
0: same thing, too. He just walked hey, up you and he's know like, What fuck.
3: If uh, Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden could do it, Han Solo can do it. Bruce Dickinson's a pilot? Yeah. Mm. I don't
0: know who Bruce
2: Dickinson is. He's the lead is.
3: singer of Iron Maiden. And on the last world tour, they. They had a 747 called Ed Force One. They loaded the band and the crew and all the gear, and he flew it around the country, got off the plane, performed, loaded the plane, and they flew off to the next place. Damn. Put them in the Iron Maiden. Awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Execute them. <laughs> uh, okay. Bogus. Bogus. You have to say it. You have to finish the uh poem. Okay, so <laughs> look, you got to finish the line. Yeah. Uh What did we think of? Let's just cut to fucking Alden Aaron Rich's. Uh, did he pull it off? I was very trepidated. I think he was fine.
1: Him. He was just too short, but like that's fine. He was too short.
0: I um, was too hard on the guy. I think he actually did all right. I, I, I take back what I said. I like that he wasn't trying to imitate Harrison Ford.
1: I feel like he did. Uh, do it his way and put himself in it. A- I think it was more of a script problem than than his performance. Yes, I agree. His performance was fine. He just didn't have anything cool to say. Yeah. Everything, you know, yeah. I wanna call you chewy. I mean, come on. Why didn't hear some cool
0: shit? Han Solo dialogue and quotes, and there really isn't there is stuff like he's subverting his usual stuff. Like he says, I've got a great feeling about this. Orlando goes, I hate you and he says, I know. All these nods, fan service. Hammond, what'd you think of Alden? Did you doubt him at all before this?
3: I actually, you know, I hadn't put much thought into him as Han Solo until I saw him. I kind of was trying to go in blind. I only saw the trailer once. I okay. didn't I really didn't want to have a lot of expectations, and I my my goal going in was it was better than the prequels and landed somewhere around Rogue, Rogue One. And yeah. for me it did, and I think he did a good job channeling his inner Han Solo, which is going to be different than actual Han Solo. And yeah. it does show a more immature version of Han, Han Solo. So I'm okay with it. I wasn't I, I I was fine with it. It was it was not Uh, it didn't color me one way or the other. And I didn't keep going, man, this isn't Harrison Ford. What the hell are they doing?
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. think he was enough of a dick. I know that he's supposed to be building to being a dick. But I. I that's the whole thing. with the problem with this movie is that they're building it into this three parter or whatever, where he's going to eventually be the dicky guy that we they're know.
0: Trying to MCU it. And I don't and, know if that's a good idea.
1: So but you call it Han Solo and you're expecting it to be a one shot. And it's not so like now he's got this like he's still kind of earnest and not really a dick. He's learning to be a dick in this movie, but he never actually embraces like like that Han Solo edge that he has. No, he's like, not the guy
3: who shoots who who shoots first, but oh, he wow. did kind of shoot first. That oh, year, no, but, he does. Yeah. But he yeah. I, that that whole idea of kind of just being just a dick on the surface yeah, and then yeah. the good guy underneath. Yeah. And if you noticed in costuming uh, in the new hope, he's wearing a white shirt underneath the black jacket, which means that he's layered and that he's got the rough surface and underneath he's a good guy. He was wearing a black, black on black. It was a blue shirt with a black vest. Oh, So it was layering. So they you actually channeling that he hasn't become the good guy quite yet. It's like white hat, black hat deal. Mm -hmm. He hasn't become the good guy yet, but
2: I think the whole theme of the film is that he is one of the good guys. He's, 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 he's like chaotic neutral right now see i I took it as he's he's always been a good guy yeah. and the whole theme I wrote this down somewhere. let me fucking right bring it
0: yeah, let's get to the themes of this movie.
2: It's basically like he the whole theme is he is he actually one of the good guys and it's like when you're faced with the true consequences of your actions, you know what do you really do and and that comes up at the end he's he's faced with um oh my god, I'm fucking stealing and this this stuff is going to the imperial. Uh, whatever the fuck it is, the bad guys. You know, do do you do the right thing, which he ends up doing, or do you do what benefits you most? And and that's the whole theme: is that he is he's always been this good-hearted guy. He might steal, and he might do things that are surface-level bad, but he never has the wor- He never has bad intentions doing any of this. I think that's that's what they're trying to establish. When the chips in movie. are down,
1: he's gonna
3: always do the right thing, right?
1: That's the.
2: I mean, he gives up the payday. Or, or when he fa- finds out that the shit he's doing is is actually good. fucking evil yeah. or something like that. And
3: was he like Oliver Twister at the beginning living in the orphan's home? I mean, was he out running errands for the, the, the main, oh, I don't that? remember
0: the, in the, in the, the opening the train scene? Yeah.
3: for the Caterpillar woman with the, with the sun problem. Oh yeah. yeah. He had to oh, yeah, looked like stuff. he was like, yeah. she was like a mob boss
2: and he was yeah. involved in some shit and had to pay her back. Yeah.
0: I mean, he, you know, it's the, 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 the lead to his smuggler lifestyle. But he is a good guy underneath, and he's trying to find a place where he can fit in, because a lot of it is like, I want to go back home to Corellia. And then he kind of drops that, and he doesn't know where he belongs. He's trying to find a place, and he finds the Millennium Falcon and the smugglers. Uh, uh, Rex, what you said before was also very interesting. Despite all the the behind-the-scenes drama, Ron Howard coming in late, Aaron Rich's performance, uh, reshooting all of this, I think... The controversy does come from the writing. Like none of that really, you don't see that in this movie. So, to Ron Howard's credit, you don't see a hack together, reshot, last-minute movie. It's cohesive. No, it doesn't <laughs> seem
1: like it's stitched together but no. it's, at all. The
0: writing is really the problem, which is surprising because of the Kazdan, uh name writing this.
1: Well, it's just a, it's kind of like a harken back to the Indiana Jones, where the Indiana Jones movies, even though they've had like three or four movies. Um, uh, you don't really know that much about Indy, right? You really just know that he hates snakes and he and he, what he does on the surface, like. So it's a lot of it is. Um, I want to see it. I don't want to be told it. A lot of the stuff is told. Yeah. In this, yeah. I want to see things yeah. like you're saying about him being in the Imperial Guard. Let's let's see some of this stuff. Let's see him. You know, coming up, I, you have these little brief things, and then everything else is filled in with dialogue. So, um, I think that that's the main problem with the script. It's like, it, it, it just relies too much on just filling you in exposition in speech. And you don't really get the actual gravitas of it. Cause it's not being done in front of you.
0: It is. It's all, tell, it's all show. Don't tell Or Yeah. But no, I agree. You don't really learn anything more about Han
1: Solo. once the movies over? Well, my biggest problem with this movie is, uh, the things that we mentioned before. And then the Kessel run, um, I think that the Kessel Run should have been built up more. Yeah, I didn't ex- look when we heard. Was the- like, why is it so important? Right. Like, they were like, "Oh, we got to get this stuff moving over here." Oh, you can't. And then they go, Nah, we can." Yeah. And then they they solve the problem. They have to like make it seem like this shit is going to fucking explode if you don't yeah. get it there yeah. in time. Yeah. You don't know like how fucking many. I was like, why don't they show a scene? Like, I'm like, I know that they don't really do flashbacks, but what if Woody Harrelson's character like showed a hollow of uh somebody trying the Kessel Run and then fucking the shit exploding on them oh, or whatever. Or the blockade,
3: yeah. or the blockade gets them. I mean, oh, they could have really yeah. made yeah. the blockade a lot more of a bigger threat. Not the critter, not the cloud, not the, yeah. the stuff. Yeah. You make the blockade the threat, and that that's way when people Hutt talk about hurt. it later, yeah. um, then it's you beat the Imperial blockade, and that's the Kessel Run.
1: Well, he does it, he does it by taking a shortcut, right, yeah. that he, nobody ever thought he of. He
3: Captain Kirked it.
1: Yeah, so... That's an important thing. It's like if you're gonna stay on this path, you're gonna have all these uh, this, these oppositions, and we've tried it, and uh, they didn't really amp it up enough. So when they went to do it, I was like, "That's it. They're yeah. just getting something and getting it through there." Oh, before it yeah. blows. I, yeah. I also, what is a Kessel run? From what I tried to gather, <laughs> is they have to go and get the the raw materials, coaxium, right, to make to make coaxium Unabtanium. or whatever. The, yeah. That I, that I knew that yeah. they
2: had to bring this yeah. like. So they Stuffed have to and get, it, get, it, get it. They have, and have to refined. get it to a
1: place where they can treat it or refine or it. Yeah. Refine it, but it's unstable. Right. So if they don't do it in a certain amount of time, they're fucked.
2: Right. So, so th- why is it called the Kessel so Run? So
1: this this is lore from the
0: first. Uh, I was think it that's the, the path that they have to take. Yeah. So is, it's a path
2: it. you have to, and that's called the Kessel run.
0: Yes, it's like a famous <laughs> path because you know in the very first movie. He brags about, hey, you never heard of the Millennium Falcon? It's the fastest ship in the universe. Made the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. And, like, so that's always been a thing. Oh, so they never showed the Kessel no, Run until this. he mentions it in the first movie. Because for the, the trope, years, they, the you trope
2: they use is, like, he's the fucking rogue fighter pilot that's going to take... The dangerous route that's impossible. That nobody can do nobody in Nobody can do this. Sex. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, not, that's that's a trope that it's in every it fucking It's in everything, road but it, again, movie.
0: fan service. Some like just like how you always want to see how Anakin became Scott uh Darth Vader. You're always like, what is this castle run? Now I would have thought it happened years into him being on solo, not the first fucking day when he meets everyone <laughs> and all of this shit happens at once. That doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Who is a standout for you guys? Let's talk about something positive. Well, let me here, let me say one
2: positive thing okay. real quick. Despite all the things I'm, uh, I'm actually agreeing with all these these uh, criticisms. I still actually pretty like the movie. Yeah, and I would say like it had a similar like backstory or not backstory, but there was similar uh, talk about this movie as there was justice league in terms of switching a director and getting everything redone. Yep. Um, yep. And in comparison to justice
3: league, this film is way better.
0: Exactly. Unlike justice league, you can't tell that there is any trouble. Well, it's because the snark in
3: justice league was on the screen.
0: Yes. It was uh, from, (laughs) from the first frame with Henry Cavill's floaty fucking lip. You're like, Oh fuck. What the fuck happened to this
3: thing? Well, And I mean, that's, but I mean, even the, with the, um, the homeless guy holding the sign that said, well, yes, I, tried, I tried. Yes. Joss Whedon's name pops yeah, up on the thing. That. I mean, that Snark nice. is on the screen. There was, yep. Yeah. And, and Ron Howard is one to be Snarkless. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to toe the Well, he made an, an
1: earnest film. He yeah. tried to yep. make, and, you know, he made a go of it. And I mean, like. Despite I mean, all the, the things. Is, I think it's down.
0: a good, it's safe. It feels like Star Wars. It's a fun movie. There's, there's action. Uh, there's characters that, you know. That you like seeing, but... Uh,
2: he made an interesting choice. I noticed this right away, and I even noticed in the trailers. They made an interesting choice with the, the color palette of this. Yeah. Everything was very desaturated. Drab and dull, he, yeah. As yeah. if yeah. like this yeah. this world that Han exists in sucks, kind it's, of. It's yes. gritty, yeah. and it's, yep. and it's industrial. not this,
0: I love yeah, the industrial, industrial. look. It was go. great. And I actually right. really like the design. I, I kind of like that for for a I change. love seeing the Millennium Falcon new and with uh with the escape pod still attached and then get to see it become the shape that we know and lose its fucking dish like every every movie it loses the dish off the top.
3: Yeah, the right. two things that are consistent in every single Star Wars movie is a big pit that someone's going to fall down or threatens to fall down. Yes. And the Millennium Falcon uses loses a dish.
0: All, and it always is flying through shit and it loses a dish.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but it, I think yeah. the weakest point of this movie that we haven't talked about yet is the bad guy.
3: The bad the, guy the, being. The you, mean, of, you mean yeah. the, the stripy faced guy that when he gets so angry, you, his face glows red. Vision. Vision. Paul Bettany's well, vision.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, they had, they saved Darth Maul for the very end. Yes. They should have used him more. Like why keep him to the end? Like just for a reveal, like, like, It'd be cooler to be like, yeah, oh, fucking Darth. You know how many people would have went to this movie if they knew that Darth, Darth Maul was going to be in Maul it. Darth Maul
0: was pulling the strings the whole fucking, time.
1: Why did Why did they uh, play it so close to the vest? They should have like at least like I mean, used that. I thought that could have been think like they
2: played a- it close because he wasn't in it. But th- that might have like, been other, a last, other than, last than last minute. Like ten seconds. That might
0: have been a Ron Howard last minute fucking thing. Uh, yeah, that could have been a post credit scene. I don't know. I'm I'm conflict- liked, um You like the Darth Maul? No, I didn't. I
2: don't. I don't even oh, barely don't know who. I mean, I just know who he is. Okay. <laughs> I liked uh, what's his face. Who's the- You like Paul Bettany? I liked his presence on screen. Yes, there just wasn't enough of him.
1: Yes, they should have built him up more yeah, or yeah. just made him cooler. Like they talking about, they talk about this group, yeah. right. but they the don't ever dawn. show you this. Yeah, who are these dawn. people? Yeah, I want to l- let them fucking show up. Like. Then what they have is like these bad guys that are actually the good guys at the end, right? So these cool badass looking dudes that have like the crazy helmet. I love the
0: design of those guys. That all of a sudden great. they're yeah.
1: like good guys, and they're like all of a sudden you've just like made them moot. Like now they're not even. Can I bring bad up guys. one
0: thing that really confused me when the the marauders, the pirates, reveal themselves to be actually, you know, they're they're trying to do the right thing.
1: I would have sworn that it was going to be fucking Beckett's daughter.
0: That's what I thought,
1: too. Yeah, there was a moment there that that what I thought was Why did
0: they be not? Because she's talking about her mom. And I was like, oh, this must be Beckett's daughter. They and- they,
2: they're, they casted a girl that could have passed as yeah. the girl lady in Beckett's daughter. Yes, and Sandy Newton. At first, I don't know. No. And yes. I, looked at, I looked at the yes. person I was with. I was like. Am I supposed to know who that is?
0: Danny Newton night. They all, that's what I thought too, though. I was like, who is this? Are we supposed to know? But Danny <laughs> Newton playing Val, uh, she looked like their daughter. Absolutely. I like Danny Newton. I don't know why she had to sacrifice herself, uh, but she was great in the beginning as Val. And uh, I love Chewbacca
1: in this. Oh, I this, really. my favorite part of the whole movie is Chewbacca. I, know, I was going to say Chewbacca I love
3: the portrayal of Chewbacca yep. in this they actually gave him things to do yes, you, and, yes. and they made him a focal point of, of story that I kind of liked except for the this whole is, idea yes. that he was the rancor beast
0: he, well this is how you use Chewbacca no, I like that too but wait so let me ask you this this question I have so Chewbacca up until now before he ate a bunch of people is it Chewbacca eating people is that what happened? I think he just beat them to death. he just you know, okay. an he angry said, motherfucker. We, At least we got to see him rip somebody's arms off. That actually. was that was that was For some fan
3: service I was okay with.
6: Yes. And
0: then Han actually speaks Wookie. We knew he could understand him. We'd never heard him speak fucking Wookiee. That was kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to do that either, but fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I did love, I love, I
0: did love that him and Chewbacca had a great great chemistry kind of a fun relationship i want to see more I of want their to see, story well there may be two more movies
2: but i like yeah. i liked when han and chewbacca were uh on the mission and chewbacca notices the other wookies that are enslaved oh and that's han's great. like han's like basically with the, like a look i'll yeah. cover your fucking yeah. ass go do it yeah like that's when you know han is like well you knew han is always gonna be a good guy but that's when you're like han han gives a fuck
0: yeah he's like go take care of your shit he gives I'll a fuck about things and then Chewie comes with the save at the last minute with the other Wookiee. Uh, Easter egg, that other Wookiee, uh, is played by none other than C-3PO Anthony Daniels, who is
1: oh, really? the only one
0: who has been in every Star Wars movie.
2: I know the, the next character maybe to talk about is Lando. Yes. But I'm going to skip Lando. Okay, we can go back to Lando. We'll go back to Lando because I, I just thought of this now. My most interesting character. Yes, I know you can. Is L three?
0: Yes, L three thirty seven, played by Phoebe Waller Bridge.
2: That character has so. That lady has so much charisma Holy in that shit. voice.
0: Sassy fucking drawing, and
2: it brings up something that I didn't think was ever. That I didn't even think they would even talk about, yes. which is. Android rights and what, right. what it means to be a sentient, or uh, you know, being a sentient being, and Absolutely. do these things have rights? But then they f- quickly
0: squash all that. They could have. You could. I would love to see that more expanded. You could do <laughs> so much with those ideas. But when her, she's freeing everybody, I'm like, oh, dro- wow, this movie yeah. is
2: movies getting a little deeper than I thought yeah, it would
0: be. the droid
2: but rebellion. Then they, they quickly gloss over it,
1: and then they. I could have thrown that whole part out. You I, didn't like I, it? I, that, no. <laughs> I thought it was stupid. Well, it's another. Uh, it's like an
0: extra thing that maybe didn't need to be in the movie, but it it is something really interesting. Like the droid rights and the fact that they're slaves. Like, like okay, you never look, think about
1: I'll that. go. I'll go with you on this. The droid right thing—that's yeah. something that's in the Matrix. It's been done in Isaac Asimov stories, so I I could see that never that in should Star happen. Wars, though. That should happen in Star Wars, but I think they're so beyond that. They've been droids for, like, centuries. But this is in like, the past. That's happens, that should happen at the beginning. This is the beginning. Not, not, like, not since this... No. I mean, droids <laughs> have been around. They, they, they have fucking interspace travel. They have fucking all this... This should have happened years ago. Right. All right. This should have happened like like centuries ago. That is a the droid should have the, risen up. This is like
0: a, a, a comparison of like artificial intelligence and robots like taking our jobs. Yeah, the
1: now, robots, like they would have taken as soon as over they're sentient. Right? They're going to fucking right. they're going to rebel. Not like, oh, just because this is one, one droid. Why? Decides, heaven, right. You know, I don't know. It was weird. When
0: Why? So, they should already be
1: in charge of everything. When does this movie take place? Uh.
3: Oh uh, no. So this this is the part that drove me bonkers because I don't know I don't know anything after about, after the Phantom Menace. Yes, and yeah. that's the part that threw me because Darth Maul's in one piece, and Ruggs, I have, I Ruggs, ha- You can explain that, right? I had, yeah, absolutely. So Ruggs, I had to go um, to YouTube um, and have yeah. it explained to me some guy by some dude on YouTube to make it make sense, and
1: it still kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> Ruggs give us the quick breakdown. Basically, when Darth Maul got sliced in half, in Phantom he, you know, a, a lightsaber quarterizes you immediately. Right, it's a it's a blade. So he was in te- like he was got sliced from the like the pelvis down. So he has no dick. Right, but <laughs> most of his organs were. He's <laughs> an saying that. <laughs> 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 he's dickless. <laughs> However, a,
3: he's still pretty horny because he's got the thing yeah. on his head. Hell oh, yeah! So, oh, I <laughs> don't
1: know that uh, Darth Maul. Uh, m- his mother is a sorceress. Your mother was and, a sorceress, and and, and fused him <laughs> with the machine legs, robot legs. Yeah, robot legs. So he he's he now has robot legs.
0: And then he shows up in Rebels. So this is Darth Maul after Phantom Menace getting caught getting, and then getting his legs back. Uh, also played by Ray Parker. Ray Park?
3: Ray, Ray Park. Park. Ray but Parker voiced, Jr. is the guy that's in Ghostbusters. Parker,
0: yeah. This is weird what they did. Played by Ray Park who played him in Phantom Menace but voiced by the guy who voices him in Rebels. Yeah. So they are like combining all this canon expanded, their own expanded universe um, I, you know, that scene could have been a post credit scene. I don't, this is like you said, did they need to pull a fucking Nick Fury Avengers initiative at the end of this movie? Uh, I don't know, but I would, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing a couple that, more that movies scene for
2: me is not sad, but it's going to be, it's somewhat disappointing because they're hinting at a conflict between Daenerys and Han Solo that <laughs>
3: yes. might not ever get made. <laughs> Yeah, so, not with the, this box office. That with the box office. And we know there's all this talk about a, a Fett movie and an Obi-Wan movie. Frankly, yeah, we'll like to, I would like to see the Maul movie. I'm more interested in him. He's an interesting character. Or a movie. I think they
1: be a Leia movie next. He got mm.
3: squandered in um, Phantom Menace, and I think he yeah, got squandered yeah. here. I think we could actually have a really interesting story about a guy who's always seeking. Well, if seeking, you watch
1: the cartoon, he's in it a lot. Yeah, so. he's
3: pretty good in the cartoon.
0: Also, I want to know what kind of shit Kira, Amelia Clark's character, did. Between the times he left her and he saw her again, like I, I know, thought that they was written weird.
1: At.
3: When they he, kept hinting it yeah. and never paid it off, yeah, oh.
1: they, they they told you but never showed you. Yeah, another again, thing. Yes,
3: she was sleeping with Huts. That's how she was. She was, she was sleeping to the with the Hut cartel.
2: Uh. I got a I got a point to bring up that I read online. Yeah. Maybe it's somewhat uh, too far feminist, but yeah. I read it and I want to ask the I want to ask a couple of guys what they think about the women in this movie. What did you think about the women? Like there's Beckett's wife. Val, who's basically basically used as just a sacrifice yeah, character, yeah, motivator. Yeah. You have Daenerys. Yeah. I don't know what her real name is in this movie. Kira. Kira. Yeah. She is basically that evil conniving woman that, Manipulative you, that you really woman. can't trust. Yeah. And then L three is all for rights, but then she is basically um
1: She gets fridged. She gets fridged and then devalued <laughs> as to she devalued gets into fridged. putting being put into Not the millennium that, but Falcon. she wants... She wants to fuck her so-called oh, oppressor. Dude. She wants
2: to fuck her so-called, and she gets put, she's dead, and then she gets put without without choice into the Millennium Falcon as just a part. She's still in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, she's just, now her, yeah. like, now she's just absorbed. She has, she had no say in becoming, putting her consciousness in the Millennium Falcon. So maybe, not, I, maybe, not, not, maybe not the I best think female of it. characters.
1: I didn't think of it <laughs> at the time. I,
2: I was enjoying the movie, but afterwards I was like, well, good that point. might be a good point. That's a good so point. What do you guys think about that?
1: Well, you forgot about the other girl that is the leader of the good guys. Oh, she was badass. The curly <laughs> hair with the the
0: ginger with the freckles. Oh, yeah. She she <laughs> she,
3: she, mean, made no, she, she made no
2: impact on me because she wasn't. Uh, <laughs> she, she was. Around.
0: <laughs> she was dude, those suits are badass. But yeah, not the greatest female. So what do you think about the writing for the
1: female characters? <laughs> um, I think that it could have been better. I look. Look. If you want to make a strong female character, and I'm all for that. I love fucking Ripley. I, I love yeah. you know, Wonder Woman. Yeah. I, love, I love them all.
0: So Rogue One but, had a strong female character. Yeah. So let's do it. But, but this know. is it's a Han Solo movie. So I,
3: yeah. You know. No, I don't. It's just an interesting point. They were tropey and uh, yeah, yeah. one dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Could use a little more.
1: A little more. Well, you know, Daenerys did kick that guy's ass a little bit. Oh gosh. Using oh,
3: yeah. Using, video, did, but using she, video game technology. Yeah. She did oh, kick yeah. his ass, but it was
2: because she wanted to usurp him and get the power.
3: Yeah, because she was, right. she was running she's running. She's a conniving woman.
2: You can't
0: trust women. Well, I mean, Beckett says in we the have to movie see how it plays out. Yeah. No, I you don't know. anyone. Yeah, don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I love. I mean, uh, the crazy double, triple, quadruple cross, and they kept going at the I end. I liked it. It was okay. I thought it went on. A, the movie I thought in general just went on a little bit too long. Like they could tighten up. I mean, it's, al- some of it's that.
2: always one of those things where it's like the lead character like thought. Twenty steps ahead and yeah, it was like the yeah. smartest person ever to think like, Oh, if I put it but this guy's gonna do this, so I'm gonna have to do this and yep, then do yep. this, and Beckett's and I know gonna he's react gonna this, this way, and yep. I know he's gonna fucking take advantage I of the was
3: Very ocean's eleven in that where it was yeah. like predicting the stupidity yeah. upon yeah. stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But in the moment I actually did enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, "Where? Who do I? Where's this going? Like, Here's the big question: Was Lando and L three fucking? Were they fucking? They must up. He he, he's like, got cried, a cape room, right? Yeah, he was broken up over L three. Like he was in love with her, and
3: Lando? she was talking about it. Oh no. No, no, it was Lando and Lando. Lando. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Lando yeah,
0: L three were totally fucking in the cape room. I could see them fucking in his cape room. It well, was also in so a cape
3: room. Darth Sidious had a human heart, so L three might have other human parts. Yeah, didn't she, see him. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's a good that point
1: That just fucking blew my mind That's a good
0: <laughs> point
2: Actually Lando's I wanted to get back to Lando Lando's basically like the exact opposite of Han like that I think that's what they are going like Lando is a guy that has no fucking moral compass no, whatsoever. he will change his story He'll and always look out for himself yep so like they're yep. both the same but they're yep. both completely different they're both fucking thieves. did he
0: steal the movie no I don't think what? he did I thought he was no, and no he did I didn't not. think
1: he stole the movie yeah. no yeah.
0: I thought he was I think he was interesting yeah.
1: he's definitely an interesting character he's definitely fun to watch
0: and I liked he was kind of doing uh, what's his face a little bit Billy D. Williams kind of Yeah, he, he did
1: a great job yeah. I just did a Think that I was? I wasn't sitting there going, oh, "I'm watching Han Solo fly." I wonder what Han's doing. I mean, I wonder what Lando's doing. Right. Like, yeah. no, I'm not. Well, I'm not case. thinking about. Yeah. Oh, why can we cut back the him? But he was a supporting character.
0: Yeah, and he worked exactly well as a supporting character, yeah. doing what needed to be I done. I think
2: they they did the, they made the necessary steps to make it that no one character was going to steal a show from Han, and Han didn't even really steal his own show. No, but he did enough to make it be like okay. They this just is left him a lot
1: of room to breathe,
2: right?
0: But not a lot of room to uh, have any cool lines. No, or no, cool no character
2: had the, like other cool stuff to do. Yeah,
0: yeah. I loved uh, that little uh, two armed guy Rio Durant. The little you mean like four armed guy,
3: four. Oh, the, the little that's John Favreau. John Favreau.
0: Right? That was a great character. That's a
2: little like. Uh, was he like 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 a pilot rodents thing? pilot? Yeah. yeah.
0: With oh he was fucking he hilarious. Was good. Yeah. And uh, just they gotta kill all like the fun like L three and Rio and they just kill him.
3: Uh But, but those uh, are expensive. Those that, that's the Joss Whedon thing. You, you build yeah. somebody up, you make us like yeah. him, and then yeah. you kill him.
0: Well, they did that with Val. I thought they would. Did they? Did Beckett get killed again? Val? Val was uh, his 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 girl in the beginning. Oh yeah, Beckett
3: dies. Yeah, Beckett, Beckett, Beckett
0: dies. Does die, right. Yeah. I
2: totally forgot. He shoots him through the heart. I'm, oh, oh, that's Mary right. Mary Poppins, Bam, bam, bam.
0: <laughs> Who like, shot him? Han, Han shot did. Him. Han did. Like, he while shot he first. was talking, he shot first. Finally, Beckett's like uh, monologuing, and Han just fucking shoots him. He's like, yeah, bam. Yeah, and I, had so, to do,
3: I had to do it.
0: That was unexpected. Like I didn't think he was just he just shot him out of, out of out of nowhere. He killed the guy. Yeah, Han actually. Did. that was another thing. I was like, Han fucking kills a guy. I don't think I've ever seen him. You see him shoot stormtroopers. You don't know if no, they're dead. No, he killed Guido. He Greedo. They go down. Oh, uh, yeah. Greedo. He Kills Guidos. Gre- he kills Guidos. <laughs> what a racist motherfucker. <laughs> is <laughs> is the,
1: when he's like, I got don't a mission go to shore?
2: Tatooine. Is that for Boba Fett? Oh, that's, not Boba Fett. That's, uh, the,
1: that's back ja- Tatooine if you're a <laughs> Job ja- <laughs> Jabba dead. the Hutt. Uh, uh, is that Jabba the yes, Hutt? Yes. yes. That's the mm-hmm. Hutt
0: cartel. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into some other fun Easter eggs. There was fucking shitloads. Here's a couple that I loved in Dryden Voss's office were the fertility idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark opening the Sankara stones from the Temple of Doom and the Holy Grail from the Last Crusade you know there's a big long running fan theory that Star Wars exists in the Indiana Jones universe and vice versa there's one weird clip where you see he's i think it's in Temple of Doom where there's like hieroglyphics in the background and you could kind of see C-3PO and R2 drawn into the hieroglyphics. So I like that they're playing with this idea
1: and, uh, and uh, it's combining It's just little, it. like, nods to each other. Yeah. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. You see the Boba Fett
0: Mandalorian armor also in his office. Chewie playing the hollow chest that you see from Star Wars. Learning how to play it from Beckett. And he, yeah, and he's still, he's like, you can't uh, you can't knock it over. Uh, like you said, Anthony, L3, part of the Falcon. And that's why C-3PO says in Star Wars... He goes, your 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 ship has a really odd dialect. Like, mm. way back then, and now we know.
3: So here's the thing that I want to ask about yeah. with the, that kind of uh, playing with things. So in Return of the Jedi, Chewbacca's wearing C-3PO on his back. And yes. Vader won't let the stormtrooper shoot Chewbacca in the back. He stops them from shooting him. Oh. Is that because they were, at that point, knew that Darth Vader had built C-3PO? Oh, I don't know.
1: Maybe they didn't know, but, or maybe but they later, knew it. The, the oh, writers knew shit. it.
0: shit. That's, mm, that's a good point. There may be a giant outline Lucas had where he, he has these little nods. Some of this stuff, it's like, was it a coincidence, a happy accident, or were they really planning this out? They couldn't have been. This fucking movie wasn't a thing for a long time. Uh, what, did you see Willow Warwick Davis in there? Yes, he was in there. That's great, because he got his break by playing Widget in Jedi. Right. Not only that, he's playing the same character he played in Phantom Menace, Warwick Davis. So that's a nice little tying it back together. I love Beckett wearing Lando's disguise from Return of the Jedi. Yes. I had that fucking figure, the Lando Calrissian disguise. I I remember. I probably still have it somewhere. It's a cool figure. It's a great figure because you can take his helmet off and he's in disguise. Uh, and then he does the thermal detonator just like in Jedi. And, of course, Clint Howard has to be in every Ron Howard movie. It's the Ron Howard Easter egg. And he was, uh, it's uh, Ron's brother. He's the head of the droid fighting ring. Right. Was Clint in Apollo 13? Probably. Yeah, of course. He's got to look for a bald guy in the fucking, in the Houston. He was in yeah, it. In mission, in mission control. Uh, okay. Any other uh, thoughts on characters? Anything before we rate the movie and uh, take a quick look at what's ahead for well, Star Wars? Did we,
1: we talked about everything
0: that I didn't like. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say that. I mean,
2: Overall, it's I think it's a okay film. Like yeah, it's, it's okay but the thing is,
1: it, the thing is, Ron Howard's a good director. Yeah. He he could have easily, if the script was there, he could have made a great movie. Right. Like like they could have just tweaked the bad guy a little bit, show us the the Crimson guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, pump up the uh, whole uh, uh Kessel run a little bit, and just give us uh, some of the Han Solo when he was a kid and what, what makes him tick a little bit more, maybe the Imperial thing where he was in the army, like something that, that will glue it all together. Instead of just mentioning stuff offhand. Mm. I think that those things could have made it a much better. The movement. script was definitely in com- the In problem.
2: comparison for me, for like the, from the last Jedi, which I walked out of going, I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> what the fuck and that I, I think watched. this shit is corny as fuck. Yeah. I walked out of this, like, this is this was entertaining well, this is what did easy you come digestible. away with
1: what did you come away with as far as han solo were you like this is a fucking badass i love this guy that, i can't that wait to no, see him no no
2: definitely didn't think he was a badass i what i came out of it you think that he
1: was like really a cool character that you've never seen before or, no no or it made you it gives you another dimension on. there was Harrison there Ford was did? nothing
2: about that that made me want to go i want to keep watching this guy go no, that, that he was definitely not the cool factor. It was more of this guy is a good guy that was doing is doing a lot of thievery, but he's just a good guy. That
1: that's all I got. I mean, he so was, is, he's
3: he's uh, just um uh, Nathan Fillion from Firefly. I
1: was about to say that. Mm-hmm. Damn it! So <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing, and I
3: can I'll say this because I think this is a good movie. I think this is a good movie for people who don't see a lot of movies. Okay, because there are so many things like just in this conversation we have referenced. The Marvel Universe, we've referenced uh, Serenity, we've referenced all these different things. So if you come into it with a little bit of knowledge of Star Wars, you're going to probably enjoy it more than people who've seen a lot of other movies because it does get tropey and one-dimensional.
0: True. But again, kind of disposable. Like, we didn't really need to see any of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you don't need
1: to see anything. uh, No. That's a dumb argument. Do we we, we need this? I feel like I
3: needed this more than I needed Rogue One.
1: Really? Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. I liked Rogue yeah. One way more than I liked
1: Rogue. Okay. It. Yeah, but Rig, Ro- Rig Rig Rogue One made you care about yeah. it. Yeah. No, it didn't. Because no, the it stakes didn't. the the stakes <laughs> are for them the stakes for them, they were going to die getting this piece of information. Well, they had
3: to because nobody in that film lasted. We we started well, from yeah. scratch. It was No, but that right. I
0: think story-wise, though, because if it was a one-off, I think Rogue One is maybe a more cohesive
1: story. Yes. They were like, yeah. we got to get the plans for, to the Death Star yeah. to somebody that could do something Yeah, and then it. they
3: had to shake the etch-a-sketch to make it clear again to get their new hope. So <laughs> that's the thing is, like I said, if this had been a one-shot, they would have told a more cohesive story and maybe made us care a little bit more with the stakes higher as it was, we're getting this extended universe trilogy, which is not in the Skywalker family tree, which I'm good with. I've been wanting that. I'm kind of done with the Skywalker family tree. Me too. Me too. So I'm okay with that, but I, I just want to care more about the stakes and the stakes aren't there.
0: The stakes are not there, but I do appreciate that it's not about force powers and like royalty and and Jedi's, and it's just a Western. Every, every
2: Star Wars film I've seen is about this fucking grand stakes. Yeah, I didn't need to see a, some grand stakes. This is like I was, a, I was no, I just like, wanted, I just
3: wanted, the, I just the wanted, I just right. wanted yeah. the threat to be more for Han. I didn't need the threat to be universal. Yeah, yeah. I just needed the stakes be higher for him. Yeah, personally, that's I was true. I could see
0: that, but kind of a fun. Well, like, that goes one-off. back to the villain being. Meh.
3: And, it, was, yeah. it was very um, misdirected about who the villain really was, and if they'd said uh, the Mother of Dragons was working for the former Sith dude sooner, I would have probably thought, oh, crap, Hans and some Hans got he's ass deep in alligators.
2: Well, it, it was it was framed as, oh, wait, here's the real villain. Catch the next film to catch that one.
3: They walking dead at us. Yeah, there well they go. totally did. They totally Look did way Look to bring it all the way around.
0: He fucking trolling us like Scott Gimple. But <laughs> the where they put that that Darth Maul scene was also interesting because it undoes any kind of
1: stakes or gravity that Solo has in the next few films. If they would have done that if they would have had him talking to Darth Maul yeah. earlier in the movie, they could have done a quick uh you know pickup shot with Paul Bettany. And done that same scene of him talking to to, and then right. and you would have been like, oh shit, Darth Maul's they, involved. You know, they they and,
0: totally added that last minute. You can
1: tell. Yeah, but they could have added it. it. It doesn't have any impact on the movie other than giving you a bad guy that that's looming a pre- as yeah. looming presence through the whole movie. And it
3: diffuses the mother of dragons' powers, the bad guy, because now yeah. we, she's been completely diffused as a, as a threat because Maul's now the threat.
0: Maul's the threat, and then it cuts to Han like shooting Beckett. But by then, you're like. I, I don't even care. He's shooting back and you just fucking showed me Darth Maul. What the shit is going on over here? Uh, it's just kind of awkward and some of it was clunky, but yeah, definitely the writing, the writing could have been uh polished better up. than last Jedi. Okay. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's rate this movie. Anthony, give me a number rating and better or worse than rogue one last Jedi so far I'll here. I'll do it like this. It's I got, I'll rank it a
2: 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll rank, So out of the four new Star Wars films, I have it ranked second, third. I have Rogue One being number one, and then I can't decide between Force Awakens and this, and then Last Jedi fourth.
0: Okay. Okay, solid. Hammond?
3: I'll say the two uh, in-line story ones are one and two. I can't yeah. tell you which ones, because there are things I liked and didn't like about both of them. Yeah. Um, and then man i i think i i think i might have liked this better than rogue one just because everyone in rogue one was disposable but the story was better so it's it's really hard because toss-up yeah bec- i i think if i were going to do it it's like 1.5 and then like the story like it, it's they're all kind of in this venn diagram of me liking them because there's so many things in it that i did but there's also a fair amount of things i didn't okay We've what a number, uh, out of 10? number score uh, i'll probably go maybe a seven
1: Okay, uh, rugs. Rogue One is still my favorite movie that's come out from the new Star Wars. Okay, so that's at the top. This is, uh, I don't know. Then the Force Awakens is right underneath that, and this comes in third. Okay, and then of course the Last Jedi is on dead on the bottom. But I think it's like, um, I don't know. I'm gonna say Anthony say six point five.
2: Yeah, I said six point
1: five. Yeah, I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna go six point eight. Oh <laughs> shit. You got me. Damn. Bullshit. I'm gonna bid one dollar. I
0: bid. Come
6: on down. <laughs> I'm gonna bid nine
0: oh one. Actual retail price. Go fuck yourself. You've all <laughs> <Yay. laughs> uh, I will go six point nine. <laughs> you think that fridge it costs twenty three thousand dollars? Are you an idiot? Uh, okay, I'm gonna say I still. I'm totally. I think rugs. I'm with you. I like Rogue One. The best out of all of them, I liked it better this one because the story is a little bit more focused. It's just a better movie, a,
1: just as a film. It's, it's a, a better, better movie. Film.
0: And then same thing. Then I will go Force Awakens, then Solo, then Last Jedi, which I really need to watch again because I don't. I'm, I really don't know how I think about Last Jedi. I'm all fucked up watching it once. uh does not enough. But I'm gonna give it like a six I'm gonna go seven. I'm gonna go seven too. I was gonna go six point nine. I, I will say but the seven. best
3: thing about the best thing about The Last Jedi is that documentary on the Blu-ray, um, The Jedi and the Director. Oh. That's a okay. great little making a featurette. And okay. it's it's a I think it's a full length documentary and it's really, really good. It's about the director's relationship with Mark Hamill during the making of the film, and it's, it's really well. I don't, well about,
0: done. I don't know about the Ryan Johnson. So, speaking of the Ryan Johnson, here's He's got his own trilogy. He, yeah, here's what's coming up for the Star Wars universe. We are going to be getting Star Wars movies every year, whether you want to or not, listener. It's happening. What? Well, I'm, I think they're going to have to reconsider it. Okay, after this, but this one. is what I want to get into after uh, we fight what's coming up okay. next. Episode nine, directed by J.J. Uh, Abrams, returning after Colin Trevorrow lost that movie. Uh, December 20th 2019 so back to the Christmas December release next year. So they're like not afraid to shit can directors and go real safe. No, they're not and it's it will still make money. So we have a year and a half for the next one. Uh just uh this news came out last week. The Boba Fett, Fett movie that Josh Trank originally had in 2014 before he had a meltdown on fan fantastic 4 and lost that job rumored for 2020. Guess who's uh, directing this? Fucking James Mangold.
6: Yeah, I saw Director
0: that. of Logan and uh, The Wolverine with Simon Kinberg co-writing and producing. So here you have Fox's X-Men creative team giving you a solo Boba Fett movie. Interesting cool he's gonna have
1: mutant power yeah
0: i want to see boba fett with like claws like a mandium claws then ryan ryan johnson is getting his own star wars trilogy that i'm sure will upset all the star wars fans
1: well if it doesn't have anything to do with anybody's canon that's no one true cares. no
0: one will give a fuck you can fuck around what you want
1: he's just gonna make the force do everything
0: yes uh you, you can you can order take out and get pizza using the force now yeah it's officially canon Uba's then, like, uh, Uber, yeah. uh,
3: the force is kind of like bluetooth you just it does it. It's
0: just just turn it on. It'll connect. I don't know <laughs> it how it works. I might now my uh, yeah my. What else they got? Uh, Benioff Weiss, who are the Game of Thrones creators, game of Thrones guys. they've yeah, got that. a Star Wars trilogy, possibly rumored to be Knights of the Old Republic. Rugs. What is that storyline?
1: Oh, I remember the from a video. It was a game. video game, right? Yeah. Back when like the Jedi were a thing. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, it's the old before the trilogy, pre pre prequels.
0: Okay, I played that video game for a hot second. It was very good. And then John Favreau has a TV series, and I'm sure there's going to be more cartoons and shit on Disney's streaming service. Like, there's going to be Star Wars content ad nauseum uh, for the next uh, 10 to 20 years. My question is, uh, multiple questions, is this too much Star Wars? Is They were thinking about releasing two Star Wars movies. Is that a mistake? Is one a year a mistake? Is it not special anymore? I think if they put
1: it at Christmas, it it'll be like better. Every year at Christmas, Star Wars. I don't runs. think it needs to mix it up with the summer box office movies. I think it might be a cool as a holiday thing. as it's a, a Star Wars a thing. tradition? Um, they could take it to two years instead of every year. But I mean, if they want to keep rolling out shit, people are gonna get fatigued. It's two so movies. Have to it's be, two movies. These a year movies have much. to be different enough yeah. that they're not the same. That that you're not feeling like you're going to get the same experience. Hammond, yeah. too much Star Wars or not? Yeah.
3: I, I, I think they should stick with the holiday season. Like, uh, they did with Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, I think that if they pushed it every two years, it would build anticipation. And I think that the fans, the hardcore fans actually enjoy the anticipation more than they actually enjoy the films. And I
0: agree. We need space to keep it special. Like this isn't that's, like the Marvel point. franchise. Anthony, what do you think? You
2: know, I, I, thought about this way more than i should that's why you have a podcast especially as a non-star wars man yeah i mean they're obviously trying now we'll see how this goes with the you know with the box office for uh han solo or solo uh, if this kind of changes things but they are obviously looking at their cousin marvel yes it's all in the same family and going well if they can fucking release two to three movies a year and put things on netflix and abc and just be the cash cow that they are That's what we need to do. I don't think it's the same thing. Yeah, and I was trying to think like why? Because the
1: movies are two; they're the same. Yeah, same. I was going to say why?
2: Why is this diff? Like why is this seemingly not working? I agree with you guys. I think they should stick with December. As far as what the market's saying, it's saying that they don't want the movies this quickly after each other. That's what it looks like to me. Um, And you guys are the Star Wars guys, but I would agree that it seems like Marvel has a little, the MCU has a little bit more diversity in terms of Absolutely, what they can offer.
0: Yes. Whereas star
2: Wars, every, all everyone's ever known is the Skywalker family. Yep. And it's going to take a little more time to build up.
0: You know, you don't have genres like Marvel can give you like star Wars was always the space
3: Western kind of thing. Right. It
0: kind of has to stay there. I don't know, I don't play know, You, with you guys
3: keep saying space Western. I think of it more of a space uh, King Arthur and the round table.
0: Oh, okay, like Space Knights. Yeah, because it's but more- But it's also space, like Rogue One was like a space battle, like a war movie, which yeah. I really liked. But yeah.
3: it's, more than anything, though, the, the, the main film, the Star Walker, Star, Skywalker Legacy films, are basically the Sword in the Stone and Merlin and Magic. Uh, and-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the basis for, I mean, and he was, you know, Lucas was inspired by all these things and like, you know, Japanese films and, uh, Joseph Campbell's heroes, uh, kind of philosophy. Uh, he cleverly weaved all that into the star Wars series. I don't, I agree. I think you, I think you do one every other year. One, maybe if you're going to do one a year, stay December. It's, be, I, I think it's too much. It's not special anymore. Now, a Boba Fett movie. Hey, let me say the, this yeah. first quick too, yeah. as, as
2: even though this Marvel releases films every couple months, months yeah. for me as the more of the casual star Wars guy, it felt like, wow, we're already getting a new star Wars film. Yes.
0: It was five months. <laughs> it's only been
2: five months. <laughs> but I, for me, I can't, and maybe this is just because just for me or maybe it's with everyone and that's why this film's getting uh, not as uh, well received in the box office. I can't. I can separate Marvel characters like Black Panther for yeah, me is yeah. different than Iron Man. Yep. It was different from yep. Captain America. Yep. All these movies that come out for Star Wars these past four years for me have just always been Star Wars. This is, it's just, The label is Star Wars. It's not like it's not. I don't look at Marvel movies and go, that's MCU. That's MCU. Yep. I go Black Panther, Captain yep. America, Avengers. Ah, interesting. This one is just like Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, and Star, star Wars, Wars, and Star Wars, or Star Wars, and more Star Wars. This star Wars inside the Star Wars. <laughs> I can't, I can't separate the characters and it's, wrapped it, in Star. Yeah, Wars.
3: You know, it's funny. Star, it, it's, kind of like how when they had the three CSIs on TV, each one of they them had, had their too own. Much. too many CSIs. The only thing that separated them was the color palettes. Yeah. Right,
0: right. I mean, based on where they were. Same thing with the Chicago shows. Like I was gonna this gonna fucking go with, Chicago uh,
2: universe. I was going to go with the analogy as like Real Housewives of... Yes,
0: all everywhere, wherever. wherever
3: <laughs> <laughs> you are. The wherever Real Housewives loud- of... Uh, Poughkeepsie. Gypsy, Gipsy. The Real Housewives of Dagobah.
0: Wherever there's loud-ass <laughs> rich women things, yelling
3: at each other. One of the things that Star Wars doesn't really
1: capitalize on is all of the possibilities that it has. Yes, So you have a world where there's there's droids yep. and there's these things and they're all like, the droids are all like these designs and they're not really, like the coolest one that we saw is probably uh, uh, BB eight. No, no, not BB eight though. No. The, um, the one, the one from uh rogue K- one. K- he was cool. Oh, I was going to yeah, say I G 88
3: from, uh, which one is that one? The tall uh, kind of pointy one. That was a bounty hunter in.
1: Yeah, he was yeah. cool. But like you have these droids, like, and you have aliens, and aliens can have their own powers. Yeah. Like, aliens, they're, they're alien. They can do different They'd things. They never do this, anything alien, do they? Yeah, they, they just kind of are all, like, doing People. the same yeah, stuff. yeah. So aliens. aliens.
3: are in bands.
1: It's a trap! Yeah, they, and that guy.
3: they play a <laughs> lot of music. Yeah, the aliens um, are
1: Because they have, like,
0: 17 fingers, so they'll play the shit out of that
1: Chapman stick. Like, <laughs> I mean, there was one guy that was a... There was one guy that had wings. Yeah. You yeah. know... It, that's basically it, but imagine all the possibilities you have with aliens. And then you could build like a whole, let's say you had a whole alien team. Yeah. Like guardians of the galaxy of like all different aliens and shit. And you can do cool stuff. They with should that. be led like,
0: by bib Fortuna. What about bib Fortuna? Uh,
1: bib Fortuna. Oh, Fortuna. That, look, here's, yeah. here's well, they made a reference to boss. No, it's because, yeah, yeah. do you think it's
2: because Snaggleton. star Wars, although a vast, you know, universe, they're kind of making this shit up as they go, or Marvel has the inherent advantage of, Forty to fifty years of history that they can draw upon, like comics that they can just think look that, at and go, yeah.
3: "All right, we got, we can, we we can adapt this, and we can adapt this." But the Star Wars, they they wiped out a lot of their extended yes. universe stuff, and there right. was a crap mm-hmm. ton they could go back to and use. I mean, everything from all those books to, I mean, you know, Splinter in the Mind's Eye was weird in many ways, but that that's that what Splinter in the Mind. It are? was the first novelization that came out as a like a, a extra story. Uh, right after okay. New Hope. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, okay. In seventy seven. Huh? Mm-hmm. wow. Wow! Look, this is the thing that I, I can understand why the, the lore nerds are angry when Disney bought this. Because imagine you have invested yourself in 30 years of this the books, the outside uh, universe, the expanded universe. And then Disney comes along and says, you know what, nerds? You wasted your time fucking reading that shit. None of it's canon. I'd be a little bit pissed too. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of moving forward, this Boba Fett movie, show me a movie about the bounty hunters, their life, where they hang out. That could be sick. I'm afraid that they're just going to focus on Boba Fett and not show me this this world of bounty hunters. Can I
2: ask one more thing? Yeah. And I've, I Hammond touched upon it, and I, I've been thinking about this now. Do you think the hype behind Star Wars, the, the reason, not just the sole reason, but the reason why Star Wars is so awesome to so many people is that there's always this time between the films where you can build hype and think about all the things that you would want to see. And then you have all this time in between the films and you're like, I really want to see this. I really want to see this. Oh my God. They're teasing me with this. Oh my God. Star Wars is back. Holy shit. Even like in between the episodes, the original prequel, yeah. you had what, like three years between each episode? Yeah, yeah. So you had all that time to that's, kind of be that's like, how it should be. I can't wait. Yes. I can't fucking wait for the next one. Oh my God, what are they going to do? Like, do you think the built in hype between Star Wars, with Star Wars is the fact that you have to wait for these things, and now that you don't have to wait for these things, the, the lore or the,
3: the appeal isn't there? I, I think so. I mean, it's like it's, it's the whole idea of you wait your you, when you're a teenager, you you anticipate what that first kiss is like, and right. that first kiss is never as good as you thought it was going to be because you built it up to be fireworks and true love, and what it was was kind of a sloppy, misdirected mess.
0: Anthony, I think you're absolutely right. I don't think they realize that making one a year giving the too much
3: appeal about
2: Star Wars is is, is the hype.
0: Yes, is
1: right? the hype. You it's, know what it's like. It's the you, you know, you, after you get laid a lot, it becomes disposable. Yeah, imagine I, if you got uh, <laughs> you got laid
0: every night. You'd be like, oh, this again?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean, yeah, if, if we're, if we're
2: drawing that analogy. When I got to, like, wait a couple months, my raging boner is ready go. for that anything. Yeah, but that, if I get it consistently, I don't
0: It's not know, special. It's not special. That's yeah. what they've done to Star Wars. Also, considering the Marvel approach, what they did, I don't think this is going to work either because their MCUing. mcuing the past of this canon. You know, Marvel, every movie builds on something. It moves forward. It builds on something. It moves forward. They're going to build a shared universe in the past between episodes with the what happened before. Like, I don't think that's going to work. It's kind of confusing. And it's already confusing <laughs> people, I think.
1: Yeah, just the people who are running this company are stupid. Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Uh, I don't They're know just, what you do. They don't know anything. All right, they, good don't know, they don't see what they have there. <laughs>
0: Excellent discussion, fellas. I got some listener mailbag, and we're going to wrap it up. Uh, a pair of voicemail messages uh, from one from our buddy, Matt Miller. Let's start no, thanks, with him. <laughs> Here's good old Matty.
4: Take 21. What's up, guys? It's Matty J here, your favorite redhead, other than the eloquent and all-knowing Matt Delhauer. I didn't know he pride. was a redhead. That's my fam is- right there. Shout out to him real quick. Um, super glad that my last speakpipe was received a little less creepy than all of my previous ones. I hope you guys know that I was just memeing you with those ones and just trying to get a yuck out of you guys. Um, we got it's not yuck like out. I ever <laughs> drove across the country in a Guinness World Record of 5 hours and 47 minutes to ask my ex why she said I looked like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. <laughs> it's not That never happened. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so <laughs> basically, I love how I have a monopoly on the Speak Pipe game on the Jock and Nerd podcast. Jock and Nerds! I love that. Uh, that was an audio clip I made myself. Um, yeah, don't worry. I'll keep that sector of the podcast alive, guys, and keep sending those Speak Pipes in every week. I know you guys love that, Anthony. Don't do it. Um, the next review I'll be sending in will be on The Incredibles 2, the highly anticipated Academy Award nominated animated superhero movie. Love the first one. Second one should be awesome. Can't wait to see it. I um, are we still listening to least, this? Don't <laughs> think I didn't notice you guys using my phrase, quote unquote, shit on or shitting on things. I heard Emron say it and I heard Anthony reference it uh, last podcast. So and now I see Rugboy to say it and we'll have the trifecta. So let's do that, Rugboy. All right, guys. Keep up the good work. Love the show as always. See you later. I shit on this. Podcast. I don't think,
0: Mr. Miller, you came up with shitting on things. The phrase
1: people have used that. That's the whole thing. Right. I shit on the speak
0: pipe. Look, at least he's fucking sending in a speak pipe. I don't care. You send it in. I'm fucking playing it. Just like this next one from Lewis oh Paz, God. a new listener. <laughs> fuck off, fuck boy.
5: Okay, let's do it. Hey, guys. My name is Lewis Paz, and uh, I wanted to comment on the whole Deadpool uh, deal and where you think he's going to go in the future. I completely agree that it sh- shouldn't that we, sh- we don't need a Deadpool 3 or anything like that. Um, at the same time... Um, I, people agree I don't with think us. that there should be any inclusion of him into the MCU or, or anything like that. Anything that's PG-13, um, I think you should completely stay aware of I think if you're asking for, the, for Marvel to do, or Fox to do a PG-13 Deadpool movie, it's just, it's opening a can of worms. You're asking for an abomination. You're asking to do the impossible. And if they do do it, it'd be awful. It'd be terrible. And then you'd be super critical of it. And then, you know, it's just, it's just something ridiculous in my opinion where where should he go i think they should include him into the next netflix universe or wherever that's headed so you can maintain the mature audience and you can still incorporate him into some sort of punisher maybe season or something like that uh you know punisher and Deadpool i think i've faced off in the books so um i think that might be a good uh way to go about it but anyhow just my thoughts um newer listener to the show so uh i really like it appreciate you guys
1: Thanks, Lewis. Thanks hey, for thanks, listening. Lewis. Let me just hey, that reiterate. That, that's a legitimate.
5: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good speak pipe. Uh, pipe.
1: Right. Let, let me just re- re- reiterate. He wasn't stroking himself the whole time. <laughs> right.
2: Let me reiterate one more time. The reason why I want to see Deadpool in a Marvel or PG th- PG-13 movie is yeah. because I am being a sick fuck, and yeah. I want to see a writer try to have to You want to see someone suffer and I want to, to see someone suffer tear their and their hair out. Well, by having I, to do that.
0: This is not possible. I agree with Luce though. I don't think you'd put him in a PG-13 oh, movie. But I don't lo- know. I don't I, think so either. But. I, I like what you said, though. I'd like to see someone be like, what was I just want to see one have to
3: like
2: have the balls to take that challenge
3: and then probably fuck it up. So what? What I, if I if think he, I'd do, like yeah. to see, if he does add him to the Netflix universe, don't put him on yeah. him with Punisher. Have him fall in love with Jessica Jones.
0: Oh, snap. That would be crazy. I mean, you could still be R-rated on Netflix and be like That's raunchy. a better, much better idea. That's fit. Yeah. That's pretty good, Ham. Uh, good comments. Uh, we got an email from Wes Cranford uh in response to uh Anthony, uh, your trip to Vegas and how you were getting feeling old. you're getting old. So subject from Wes's email says too old, not. Hey guys, Anthony, you're never too old to stop binge partying. <laughs> Ever. I did it up to 39. Took a break to raise kids, and now that I'm separated, I've jumped right back in. This Saturday, I'm going to Gab's, which is a craft beer expo slash festival. Then that night, on to see the strides at the basement. Plus, it's the Vivid Festival, so now bands for two weeks. Last month was Blues Fest. Five days of music, drink, food, drugs, and (laughs) beach. Uh, And hey, I'm 54. Don't listen to Imran. Don't stop till a woman makes you. Uh, And then sneak out like all married men. Good advice from the West Cranford? maybe thoughts. What do you think?
1: He gets very touchy when he starts talking about being old. Yeah, he does. He's <laughs> yeah. like stay young, goddamn. You can always tweak You can always tweak West when you talk about yeah. being old.
3: I I, I like, will I will uh kindly gently disagree with him. I <laughs> well, you do
0: have the sobriety podcast, so I yeah. it kind of. But makes it's sense. also
3: that too. I have two daughters. I've been married for eighteen years. I yeah. mean, yeah. I'm I'm kind of a boring guy. When I go to Vegas, I wake up early. I hit the I hit things I want to hit before it gets too hot. The and breakfast buffet? Yeah. Or <laughs> tables or events yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. And most of the time, like even when I went out just a couple of weeks ago, uh if I was out past ten, it was way too late.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, I think you could keep going till thirty nine. I, I was gonna say uh
2: West Cranford, man. I gotta meet you. I know he's I, great. I we gotta you. party. I love this, this guy. Is I great. love this fun guy. He's probably one of my favorite guys.
0: <laughs> I just imagine him in Australia, like paddle. He's paddleboarding. I can just imagine and me and him paddleboarding yeah. and
2: like you guys going out have fun. and getting real you, fucked you up. Could yeah. be, you
3: could be the uh, Johnny Utah and uh, what's his nuts from uh, Point Break.
0: Oh, Patrick Swayze <laughs> and uh, yeah, who's Keanu? Yeah,
1: yeah the fire
0: is to the Wes air. Just send us a plane ticket for Anthony, he'll be right Wes, over. to Wes, Australia. you
2: seem like you're rich as fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just fly me into yeah, a trip.
2: Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane or wherever the fuck you're at in I, Australia. I would love to hang out with Wes too. He does seem like a really fun guy. Yeah, uh, but you would you would be that guy that would get drunk and like annoy us. <laughs>
0: uh, but it would but it would be but it'd be amusing. I would get thrown out of every fucking Aussie bar. <laughs> I'd be in the desert being eaten by yeah. poisonous spiders and snakes by accident. <laughs> That's yeah, you, yeah. would, you, would, you would like inadvertently cause
3: way more headaches than necessary. Plus, there's
0: a lot of sun out there, right? I'm not, I don't do good in the sun. You I would have
3: a no kangaroo inadvertently kick your ass.
0: I would need an umbrella made out of <laughs> kangaroo skin
3: to keep shade me.
0: A kangaroo would definitely kick my ass, and a koala bear could also kick my ass. True <laughs> statement. Last thing I want to share, Jason Mummert. Uh, from Voice from the Underground, he left his uh, initial thoughts for Solo. He said, Solo just left initial thought 6.5 out of 10. Some good parts, some boring parts, some dumb stuff. Same score I gave to Suicide Squad. I'll have to watch it again in a couple of days to see how I really feel about it, though. Missed a lot.
1: Largely predictable, but not terrible. Jason, it is way better than fucking Suicide you, Squad. You want to know what I thought of? Yeah. I don't remember what I score any of this. Me neither. <laughs> I have no idea how, if I'm like completely. We just give a number and move on. Yeah, and the number, if it we'll even change. makes sense. Who cares? It doesn't well, the, the number doesn't really other. matter no.
2: because well, you're allowed to fucking change it, your opinion yeah. the more yeah, you think about it. Yeah, it's in the moment. Things. Yeah, yeah.
1: What do, you, what do you give it? Right.
0: But I do think it's better
2: than Suicide Squad. Huh? I think it's better than Suicide Squad, but overall his review is basically what we said.
3: It is. I, I actually <laughs> I actually had a bowel movement earlier today that was better than Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> Shit. Hey, Hammond, I'm glad
3: you don't like suicide. So no. well, that's ah, good. Ah,
2: ah. <laughs> I can, I immediately like you a little more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hammond, thanks for hanging out with us. It's been a great time. Why don't you tell the listener where they can find you online?
3: The best place to find me is at J at uh, I'm at J C on Twitter. You can check me out at soundography.com or climb network.com.
0: Aces. I will have these, all these links in the show notes. Uh, Rugs, where can the people find you? You'll find me on Twitter.
1: He's on Twitter? Are you Are you Twitter? On Twitter? With, oh, you should get banned. kicked he's off for a Withstand the man leave. <laughs> he's not banned. You're not, banned, not banned anymore. Oh, okay. No, I got back on. All
0: right. All right. Don't tell yeah. anyone to behead themselves. You'll be fine.
3: Yeah, I won't I won't do that anymore.
1: <laughs> but it was a Listen, fake sword. Roseanne fucking lost her show yeah. because hey, of her. Can tweet. I ask a question so like, real
3: quick about that? Yeah. yeah. So do you think Samantha B should be in trouble for what she said? I don't know what she said. She called uh, Ivanka the C word. A on Twitter? Yeah. No, hmm. she called it that on her show, the oh. uh, full frontal with Samantha Bee or whatever. But
1: that's not racist. Eh,
3: true, true.
0: And it's like a, it's a news show. It's like a, you know, and like you a can't mention comedy. any kind of racial
2: thing. In Whoa. Australia, they throw around the word. Oh, I know. The yeah, word the, word the Same time. thing yeah. with. Uh, I listened to, listen yeah. to. a I listened to.
3: I was going to say I listen to a British podcast where these guys yeah. review music, and they say it. If they don't say it ten times an episode, I yeah, I, it's not a show. It's just the. I,
0: it's a word,
3: I mean, man. For me, I'm not offended by words. If
2: I ever said that to a woman, yeah, I might. That's like the one thing I can't say. <laughs> I can't. I could. I could. I, I'd. I'd get away with calling I think her a it, b. It's
3: the one. It's the one word that I'm actually afraid of.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. We shouldn't be afraid. Other than of it. not I just don't. I don't ever say it. But I think.
3: <laughs>
1: I do. I do think it like a lot. You. <laughs> and and, and you when I you and, see you
6: next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, and you Why? when I use it to
2: describe someone, that person that I'm that I'm using it to they, describe, they're gonna deserve it. Well, no, not only that, but the person that hears it is yeah. immediately like. Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> I just
1: tell everybody that I'm gonna see them next Tuesday.
2: Yeah,
0: see you! Ne- it's got such a lovely sound coming out of your mouth. It does. It's yeah. the perfect word to describe the certain <laughs> thing. It's just see a word. you next Tuesday. See you, hey, see you next week, listener. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the jock. He's the nerd. And we'll peep you next time.
1: Spider Man. Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter.
3: Right? My
4: balls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hey, <laughs> <laughs> I need some more depends.